0: Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs
1: aren't just for women, and we're gonna drink these beers till the end of time. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we are the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading Death's End by Sishin Liu, and I'm starting with a beer. So this is the third book in the Remembrance of Earth's Past trilogy. We've done the previous two episodes and almost understood them. And... Uh, it deals with aliens and in and multiple different, uh, you know, civilizations and various levels of uh, progression or whatever, and dimensions, and many of them come from distant stars. That's exactly what I have. <laughs> oh, that's all right, there. Actually, I had a feeling that might happen. <laughs> Rehydrate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. This is distant stars from Finback. It is a double IPA dry hopped with Citra, Waity, Mosaic. Belma, and Louise, and Motuka. No, Louise. And it is 8.5% <laughs> alcohol, and it is damn good.
0: So good. The other three in this four-pack went very fast. I had oh to save God. this one.
1: It is fantastic. So Death's End was published in uh, Chinese in 2010 and then translated into English in 2016, and it was nominated for the Hugo, I think, and it won the Locus, or vice versa. But, you know... Science nerds loved it, and it is really hard science fiction. It is like triple X science fiction. It's not just hardcore. Viagra-infused
2: science fiction.
1: It is It is really intense.
2: Um, Turgid. So,
1: of course, it starts with the Battle of Constantinople in 1453.
0: <laughs> As all good hard science fiction does. That's
1: where else does it, can you do that, right? And um, that scene was, like, really interesting, because I actually realized I know shit about that battle. I, don't, I just know that's when the Ottoman uh, Empire started, because they took over the... I know XVIII the Empire. year
0: and the place, and nothing else. And I know the song
1: that Istanbul <laughs> was true. Constantinople. I only know the song. I mean, this is one of those big years that you use as like a 1450. Like that's like a, a watershed kind of moment, because that's arguably the end of the Roman Empire. Uh, because the byzantine the byzantine Empire saw themselves as the roman empire they didn't see themselves as a distinct thing they were just carrying it on and it was just the other half you know crumbled with those lazy italians they're the
0: roman empire but just a lot more complicated
1: so they called themselves it's byzantine, byzantine. <laughs> Excellent vocabulary joke Nate Your pun powers are growing stronger <laughs> um, so it starts with a scene and there's like a a prostitute who could who could take people's brains out of their heads and they're like, this is really useful. And then she can't anymore
2: and then that's the end of the scene. You're like, okay. (laughs) And there's something about I forgot that whole scene.
0: (laughs) There's like a cat and then, oh, what end of scene. And it just has one little line. Like this is the first time humans were able, the first time humans were able to use multi-dimensional magic or something like that. I forget what it was. But there's like a little hint that oh, there's this weird science fiction thing that happened only one time in human history before the events of, you know, Three-Body Problem, and it was 1453, Battle of Constantinople.
1: Because why not? Uh, And no, it's not a time travel story, sort of. Um, It takes time travel, but like in real time.
0: It's not a time travel (laughs) backwards story.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah, there was actually a lot of time traveling forward, which is typically what we call just um, time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what it does <laughs> or when regular just, traveling. Yeah, when you just cut out the the montages. <laughs> so then it shifts back to um really the previous two books and we get kind of a rehash quickly of like that there's the trisolar solarins and and they're in the dark forest um untaunt period <laughs> is what is going on so oh uh, okay. a sure thing. destruction thing have, okay happening.
0: real real quick uh ref- refresher so in the first and second book the trisolarans had launched a space fleet to take over earth and had all these like things that they called the sofons, which are like electron no protons that can like go anywhere and do anything because they're actually in multiple dimensions and they were, like, totally going to screw up Earth, and Trisolands were coming to Earth to, like, take over. But one guy named Luigi was able to <laughs> figure out a way to stop them. It's actually Luoji, but who is also in this book a bit. You that's know, Luigi with, a, with, like, a purple set of overalls or something, right? That's, um, that's, that's Waluigi. At the, at the very <laughs> Walu- end... Waluigi.
2: It's a real thing.
0: Waluogi. Yeah, so at the very end at of... Um, at the at the very end of Dark Forest, which is the second book, Luoji comes up with this plan and this like technology where he is going to. He's got his finger on the button that will light up the sun and will somehow transmit the coordinates of Trisolaris out to the universe. And if he does, and he's threatening to do it, and if he does it, it will tell the rest of the universe where the other where Trisolaris is, and then. All of the other s- evil civilizations in the universe will come kill Trisolaris. So, well, but, the, it's, it's but it will also blow up Earth evil. too, right? Well, yeah. So, so it will also blow up Earth at the same time because Trisolaris is is so close to Earth that other civilizations will go. Oh, yeah. There's another civilization right next door. We need to blow them up too. So, by the thing by, is, it's by like- threatening to blow up Trisolaris, he's actually threatening to kill all of them at the same time, and this is the Cold War mutually assured destruction
2: thing. The the whole point of the thing is that they're not necessarily evil. The whole point of the second book is that this dark forest theory is that if you know someone is out there, there's a good chance that they're going to kill you because they're afraid you will kill them. So the only thing you can logically do is kill them before they know you're there. And so every civilization out in the universe is like, well, we better kill everyone else before they find us. So it's like an elaborate game of hide-and-seek, except you always lose. At now
1: seeking. I'm no scholar of game theory, but is that really the only way to interpret that situation? It's right? a way, and it's the well, way it works in this book. Well, if you <laughs> assume... <laughs> it's the safest for you... it's Maybe it's the lowest risk for you, I guess.
0: If you assume that... Any time two like galactic civilizations will meet, that they will one will eventually destroy the other, or more like you cannot trust that this other species, this other civilization, won't kill you. You like just even if you go and try and talk to them and say, "Hey, we're cool, right?" How can you really trust them? So what you so the only logically the only safe thing to do is to attack them first and kill them first before they can kill you even though the other civilization they may not want to but yet time progresses and over like long time scales and technology advances they might get more advanced than you are and will come kill you or come take your planets and stuff like that take your resources so the whole idea of the dark forest solution to the Fermi paradox is that every civilization, they have to keep themselves completely secret. And then if they see any other civilization, they need to go wipe them out as fast as they can. So Luoji, he's like, he's got his finger on the button and is like, if Trisolaris, you don't turn around or like go somewhere else, I will
1: blow up both of our planets. And Trisolaris says, yes. Okay, Fine. It's the ultimate, I will take my, this is my ball, I'll take it home, and you can't play with it, and then I'll uh, destroy the ball as well. <laughs> and the world the ball is on. Yes. And so... And then you really can't play, bitches, so... <laughs> I'm the <it's>, captain. <laughs> so, okay, and so at the,
0: uh, that's like all the stuff that happened in the, the main stuff that happened in the first book and the second book that you need to know about for this book to make sense. So in this book, you meet... You actually, instead of Luoji being the main character, you actually meet a new character,
2: a lady.
1: Mm, but which they point Princess out Peach. several
2: times that she is in fact a lady, and which is why she does many things wrong.
0: <laughs> she well, does screw everything up. She there's does. a
1: lot of a lot of a lot of nice casual sexism in this book. Like the future yeah. <laughs> stops producing men, basically, just produces you know frilly lady boys. <laughs> Who yeah. look like women.
2: <laughs> and also it says when when she, you know does what she does, they're like, but it's because she was a woman. <laughs> it's like, oh, well that's pretty direct.
1: Yeah, yeah man, her well, name well, is
2: Cheng Shin.
1: Well the problem was that she attracted all of those space bears with her period. Yeah. That's and then they came over and took over Earth and it was like, <laughs> geez, that was a that was a turn. <laughs> That, I mean, that might be the only thing that didn't happen in this book, actually. <laughs> that is true.
0: So, there's a lot of stuff that happens in this book. It's actually less confusing to follow than the first book. but that's the true. But the science fiction, the science stuff, is fucking crazy in this there's book. There's so much of it. So, okay, we can't possibly explain every single thing that happened. But basically, Chen... <laughs> Sorry, kid sh- writing a paper. Chen Sheen... <laughs> She, uh, first thing she does is she finds a dude who's about to
1: die who happens to buy her a star. You get his whole life, you get his whole life story (laughs) too, though. It's like a Stephen King book. I'm like, I guess this guy's the main character, and then 73 pages later, no, he's not. So, they this is this is still what's called the
0: deterrence era, where this is only a few years after Earth has discovered that the trisolarans are on their way. And so, one of the plans to try and defeat the Trisolarans—this is new in this book and wasn't in the other books—was to find somebody to send. They can like build a rocket that can go one percent light speed, and then send it towards the Trisolarans, so that one human can actually try and talk to them and figure out what the fuck they are, because it's still a mystery to humans. So they do a bunch of math. Chen Xin is one of the rocket scientists, or Physicists that like on the project and they realize like yeah we can do it but only if we send but we can only send about two kilograms oh i guess we can't send anybody and then they go wait no we'll send just a brain in
2: some packets Wade of seeds that right. yes that's yeah Wade. The, that's the ruthless I mean, Wade. pragmatist
1: but also like she, it's her, the whole everything is her idea, like her idea, right? They're like, How can we get to 1% of light speed? And she's like, We'll use nukes. And everyone's like, That's the dumbest shit ever. You're a dumb lady. And then even the other Although, uh, esteemed female physicist is like, Especially caddy is like, You dumb cunt. And then they're like, But wait, in space, you could nuke things and they, they go fast. And like, Oh, that's right. I forgot about space nukes. I forgot about the space element. <laughs> And the thing they set up was, cl- I, I don't so know shit about a, a science. So like, cool.
0: in the 60s actually came up with the idea of using nukes to propel
1: a rocket. Um, I've read, I remember seeing stuff like, but they were like basically have like just the back of the ship just kept exploding. I uh, <laughs> like just, just like nuclear the, bombs ship White
2: Castle and it just kept exploding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and its sister ship Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> who? Uh, who was that? Fuck. Did you guys? listen um, I send you the thing where like Taco Bell like ran out of like pizzas? Now is that what they're doing? Oh, the me- Mexican pizzas. Yeah, and then they were like, we ran out of supply, but we're restocking. And then like the Ohio, you know, water sanitation department retweeted like, we'll be ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, yeah.
0: a, a famous scientist, she has a good so we idea. I can't, yeah. can't remember his name. Actually, did come up with that. So like this author is is borrowing from. Like real scientific ideas. Not feasible
1: scientific ideas, but real scientific ideas. Feasible not enough feasible, for a book. Not feasible yet. Just go sleep for a while, Nate, and they become feasible. That's what happens throughout the whole book. You know what? It's almost like having a time turner.
2: It's true. Except it only turns f- forward. It's true.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like the plot of Click, uh, that fucking Adam Sandler movie.
2: Except he, except you don't age.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. But like you're like, let me get through this boring part of life and get to the next thing. And then all of a sudden you realize you've sold your soul for a shitty job and your kids don't love you. And then he wakes up in an Ikea or something. Um, so just like regular life? I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> Only when I've had uh, tequila. So basically they need to find a head, a, a guy, and Wade, Wade, who will come back in the book. Like, most of the characters actually come back in one form or another. Just send a brain. These are fucking aliens that are smart and shit. They'll figure out how to turn that brain on. Maybe <laughs> they just like have his cells and yeah. just clone him from that. Like they'll figure it out. It was quite a gamble, but like they have already figured out you know light speed travel and shit. So you know, whatever. And then they get this other dude who I thought he was an old man for some reason, but it turns out he's like a twenty eight year old incel who like he's like a super nerd who can't
2: talk to people. Who is this? This Young, is the... The guy whose brain gets sent oh, to the tricelarans. Uh, y- Yun Tianming. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah, like a true. terminally ill dude who is a big nerd. And, and he, he loves... Like had a, yeah.
0: He, he's loved Chen Shin his whole life,
1: but... Ever since he started
0: going through her trash and, <laughs> and
1: like... Because he doesn't talk to her. But he's never he, told
0: her. And he happens to be independently wealthy, so he spent $50 million to buy her a star, he, which is really wealthy. like... Because the NFT of stars because <laughs> it's really just your name on a ledger of like billions
1: of stars. Oh yeah, that one's yours, but it's still was costs a thing. Them like that was a thing for million. a while. There are companies that you could buy people's stars. Yeah, yeah, i heard that.
0: I don't think it cost millions of dollars.
1: Well, this was because you know the, the government was trying to raise money for something, some bullshit war bond program. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, probably well. for you know defense against the trisolarans. But it's like, and when when we develop the technology to settle there, you'll own that star. Who could ready. say no? And they sold like a dozen or something like that. And he he bought. Well, they it wanted for like her. fifty million per star. So
2: stars are expensive. It's
1: a lot of a lot of grift in the government. I mean, they got to get all that new like letterhead made up for the you know and anti- world federation <laughs> government or whatever. It's the United Nations. And so he buys the star and he's like I'm like he's he's this is going to be so so nice. She'll get a star, but don't tell her it was from me. And then they make a law that you could uh, have a euthanasia law and this just went on forever. Yeah. And so was, basically I'm they kill myself. pick him cuz he was going
0: to die of lung cancer anyway pretty soon. So they're like okay, we'll pick him. He's been Cuz he's got a degree in physics and He's going to die pretty soon anyway. So it's like when, when we take the brain out of his head, it won't really make be making a big difference. So they send him off, and that's like page 50. And but he knows so he
1: agrees to do it. He agrees to yeah, do yeah, it. He that's to do important. It. And he's because like, she I... goes to
2: ask him, and he's like, oh, finally, someone will get some head. And
1: I've uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, been dreaming about getting some brain from you. She's like, actually, I'm going to take your brain. And he's like, no.
2: And then they, they take him away. <laughs> and then she goes to sleep.
1: He's like, can I see your black hole at least? She's like, what? I, I bleached it. And so then he goes, yeah, he takes a long nap. She and takes the project, his head is uh, worthless. Well, they shoot it off in a, in a space canister with a sail and the nuclear rocket's blowing up on the path to keep boosting its speed, and it breaks. It doesn't get past, it doesn't it go misses. anywhere. It fucks up. And then they're like, oh, it's gone. What a shame.
0: It's worth and, and then, and there then, then about,
1: $10 billion down the drain. We just learned uh, 900 ways to not make a brain shoot into outer space. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: make then you know, find out ways later... ways to leave your lover.
1: You find out later
0: that it did actually work.
1: Spoiler, Nate. Spoiler. That's only a halfway through the book. There's
0: still, there's <laughs> hundreds of pages of stuff that happens. Okay. So, and then. It's like we're traveling in real time with his fucking brain. That's how much book there is. <laughs> so then Chen Shin gets put into hibernation and then comes back like 50 years later. Something like, she's in hibernation a bunch of times. So he comes like way later. Uh. Like fifty or no, two hundred years later, i don't know it's a really long time, and then she's woken up, and then she said and and then she uh is given the key it's okay, so they have the sword Luoji. they's
1: well, they, they been the planets from her from her
0: star, oh <laughs> yeah so Luoji has been is now a hundred years old, and he has been like. Holding his finger over the button that will like announce the location of Trisolaris uh, for m- like almost fifty years, or but he's now an old man. He's gonna get a lot older, but he's right now he's a hundred years old, and so they're <laughs> like he has saved humanity, been like the shield or technically the sword saving humanity for fifty years. That is an enormous weight. He and he's a very old man. Let him retire. We're gonna. Pick somebody else to pass it on to, in one of the people, and the person that gets picked
1: after a small selection process is a weird. It's like running for class president, though. Like the people appear and like you should pick me because I'm really cheerful and I did three three summers of chess camp. Like they just <laughs> a bunch of random
2: people, is, and they're yeah. like, it's this random guy
1: and, and Wade. Well, a
2: few who of them who, are like politicians and like lawyers and military guys, and then and also this.
1: This woman, this who is a, a billion, like a trillionaire, somehow because, because in the, the future the government, of,
2: uh, what's it, com- compounding interest?
1: Well, and so because <laughs> she owns that planet, that star, and yeah. they respect that bullshit scheme, and they they forgot about in the future they forget about eminent domain or something, so they like let her keep them. <laughs> they're like, we'll pay you a f- market value for your star, and people want to leave the solar system in the you know as soon as they can, basically. So they pay her an undisclosed sum for like the... There's like several pages about this deal, about how they hammer out a deal that she can have like, you could have the planets, but I keep the star or some bullshit. Yeah. And she becomes infinitely rich for the rest of the book now. She, is, she has crazy money. And then also Wade, who was like her supervisor or something in the early part with the brain. He, and he worked the, on the team with her that was coming up with and plans. And
2: he totally killed their boss. Yes, he like gave him cancer somehow. He was like somehow. the ruthless CIA guy who was like win at all costs. He, he yelled, yelled literally, advance, advance, advance at all costs, no matter what. It's like okay, I get, I get your shtick, guy.
1: As he wears like a leather jacket and like like aviators or something like that, right? He's he's, he's like the guy, he's the guy from the a Team. <laughs> he's, I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah, he's that guy. <laughs> what the fuck that dude's name was. So then um, she's rich,
0: yeah. and then something happens. So she gets. Elected to be the next sword holder, which oh, means yeah. they're going to pass the like the you know giant nuclear code button over to her, so that she and then it's going to be her job for the next however many years too, be ready to send the code that will destroy Trisolaris and Earth, if the, if the Trisolaris if the ever try anything funny, and it, so it sounds they,
2: a lot like she got caught in the spotlight. <laughs> oh yeah, I think she did. And she I may have also
1: l- been the picture of this her her is people
2: getting abducted by aliens. So I mean that that just works. Yeah, this is a is a is a IPA. It's six point eight percent for single cut, and it tastes like IPA. Probably swords are capable of a single cut mm. <laughs> and multiple cuts too. Even the ones you hold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's an IPA. It's a little more west coasty than. You know, and things have been. It's bitter. The,
1: the pendulum is swinging back as you go back and forth between different eras and eons of
2: human existence. We're in the deterrent era and go. of IPAs. Of hops. The the East Coast IPAs were the crisis era. Like, everything's too bitter. We're in crisis. Now we have to make them sweet. Now, like, these are too sweet. Let's deter that with bitterness.
1: <laughs> There's are soft, not manly hops. <laughs> also, um... Not only is Luoji, which I can't even, I mean, that, that name is just, all I think about is Luigi. Uh, he's sitting in like a bunker in the
2: mantle of the earth. He's very far down because at this time. Staring at a wall. Because oh, in, the, in the time she's been asleep, uh, the Trisolarans, the fleet has moved away from earth. They're like, fuck it. Okay. We won't come here it's going to be no good if you blow up earth anyway so we'll go somewhere else and since then they still are in contact because of the sophons and so they start giving humanity all these new technologies and things and they start winning academy awards for best drama somehow and well um, and also
1: the the Trisolarans are fascinated with human culture yes
2: because and, they were they couldn't fucking. they they didn't know about lying right they didn't know about that because shit. they're a telepathic species so they just everything they think is broadcast so then they learn how to lie but also all these the, the deal was like, you get the fuck out of here, won't blow anything up. They're like, cool, but they knew that you know, probably they're not really doing that. And those so called well, people droplets that are the uh, you know that the one droplet destroyed their entire fleet of a little metal sperm thing that flew through the air. Um, well, the, the, they're the waiting. One droplet rule. They're just waiting around for the, the right time to to. Dis- and they could to fly to at, like them. near the speed of light, right? They're like they're they're very fast, but they can get basically to Earth very quickly. They're like in waiting for this exact moment. Yeah, and then she
1: takes over there's you know some fanfare and Luoji who's who's been staring at a wall so long, he's like a yogi, like he doesn't talk anymore. So he, he just uh, meditates he, there.
2: He carved a a relief into the wall with his shadow.
1: And she takes over and instantly <laughs> instantly the Trace well, like, instantly, we got it.
2: Instantly uh, they tell him you're under arrest for mundicide for blowing up that fake that star as a test. He's like, whatever, man, fuck you.
1: Oh, <laughs> we well, we also skipped the whole confusing part where they, they pretend the to ships. welcome the ships as heroes, and then they're like, gotcha, Nuremberg, you motherfuckers. Yeah. and then it's like, put them on trial for like crimes against humanity for that we were literally just following orders. It was a battle, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, will this matter? Yes, later. But then, because what
2: they had done was they had uh, attacked and killed the other ship that was chasing them as they tried to escape. And then they, they said, you can come back. We're, we're cool now. And they're like, okay, sure. And so they came back. It's like, gotcha, bitch. But there were two ships. And, and then one before, was slower. Before they execute everybody, one of them escapes and says to the other ship that's escaping from a completely different It's a trap. across. Yeah, he yells, it's a trap. And they're like, oh, Akbar.
1: It's Oh, shit.
2: Go to Yavin 4. <laughs> so the, the other ship that was uh, escaping in the other direction from a completely different incident says, fuck it, we're out, and they, they bolt.
1: We'll see them again in about 900 pages. So, okay. So but, as but I have a... I, no. No, Nate. I must, <laughs> I have to say this because this has made me laugh for a long time, and it's not going to make you guys laugh anymore, now that I've told you that. But she gets hold of the thing, and in pretty much instantly, Trisolaris like we're fucking taking that planet. And They start sending the little droplets at him, and then she faces Sophon's choice, <laughs> 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 and she has to decide: does she destroy the Earth to not let those fuckers get it, or does she?
2: But she also like, has to try to destroy, to bluff, destroy Trisolaris, and she's like, "Oh, is it wrong to just exterminate a planet?" And then the author like. It's because she was a soft woman. She decided she th- not to do it. <laughs> yeah, her she instincts was for full birth, of love.
1: But she has this like weird montage image of like the first like fucking amphibian flopping out of the water <laughs> and like Beethoven, like this like crazy like life passing before your eyes. But it's all of evolution. And she's like, you can't just fuck. We can't destroy all that. And so then turns the can. And take over. Turns yeah, so on the yellow. So it takes a total of fifteen minutes for the
0: Trisolarians to neutralize all of humanity's, like, defense, all of, like, the broadcast things, sort of, almost. There's one left, but they neutralize all of humanity's, like, ability to broadcast the location of Trisolaris. 15 minutes, that's it. So, for 15 minutes, Chen Xin is, like, uh, like just just frozen, just, like, petrified, can't do anything, which... If you think about it, let's say it's a mutual, it's the back during the America, back during the Cold War, you know, and let's say there's a like very, very credible like detect, detecting, detection of like 99 red balloons? Soviet, Soviet missiles that have been launched. <laughs> and so it's kind of like at that point, there's going to be, you know, with like, a, you know, the Soviet Union launches 100 nuclear missiles. And it's up to you, Mr. President. You have 15 minutes to decide. To Really, you have five minutes to decide to launch America's missiles. Do you do it?
1: Well, no, and you just keep reading you would
0: think the think, pet goat. <laughs> you, you would think most presidents, most, most people would at least say for a minute, like, I don't have to destroy everything. I mean, yeah, sure. They're assholes, and they're about to destroy us, but do I have to destroy the whole planet? What if I just didn't? Now, probably wouldn't. Probably any any president would also say, well, I guess we got to launch them back, because we said we would, but still...
1: I don't want to be a hypocrite.
0: Yeah, what if they... That's if the they one
1: campaign didn't? promise I'm going to keep.
2: <laughs>
1: that one matters. James
2: mattered. K. Polk of, of genocide. Hey.
1: Got us Texas, and we never regretted that. No, never.
2: Not <laughs> once every day. No.
1: <laughs> Not once a day. Many times no. a day. <laughs> so anyway, this is
0: this is like, you know, where science fiction is actually talking about history. This is, which isn't a ton in this book, but, you know, this is one of those times. Also, the whole what book would people about colonialism
2: do? to a certain extent. Uh, also about colonialism, yes. <laughs> that too, for sure.
1: There's also some stuff that I thought was like, is this about... Is this like a veiled metaphor for like China and the West? Like there are some parts there too that
2: It definitely could be. It's hard to t- it's hard to know, it's impossible to. Cuz Xi Shen Liu is one of the guys who got in trouble for like not support like when when they were while they still are, but when they are now like uh doing bad stuff to the weakers, He was like, "You know, you, you do what you got to do. Nothing wrong with that." And people were like, "That's fucked up. I'm never reading those books again." But then you think like but are not really sure what he's allowed freedom? to
0: say. <laughs> yeah. Did he have the freedom to say anything else? Don't know. Don't know or did he easy. actually believe that? Uh, don't know. Maybe. Although this it does like possibly he- have, a, to have a parallel to China wanting to take over Taiwan. Mm. If the Tricolarians are China and Earth is Taiwan, then... So Taiwan has one really main asset, which is TSMC, the a uh, Taiwan semiconductor company that makes most of the most advanced computer chips in the world. That is like their main thing. And it's one of the main reasons why China wants to take over Taiwan. And so Taiwan will, in order to deter China, Taiwan will blow up its own factories that, that make these advanced computer chips just if in the, in the event of an invasion by China just to keep China from taking it. From China, just to deter China from even trying to bother to take over
1: Taiwan. Yeah, let's see how good your cheap electronics are without this, China. And then, oh, fuck. They got us. It's a good move. It's a good uh, good move.
0: Because the iPhones are assembled in China, but the chips, they come from
1: Taiwan. And the children that get the metal come from Africa. And the salsa for those chips... I'm not following the metaphor anymore, am I? That's not right. They need, you, they're need. they very dry when you eat them otherwise. <laughs> okay, back to and the book. the bo- tortilla <laughs> chips are taking our chips' jobs. Is that Nate? Am I, am I with you? <laughs> no. Okay, back to the book.
0: <laughs> have a beer for that. So, all right. So, Chen Xin, she has failed in her duty as a sword holder in only 15 minutes. But because she's a woman, they only pay her for 12 of them. actually people are really mad at her for basically
1: like for being Being you had one job and you didn't do it Uh, and i'm sure there was at least one guy had to be like get back in the kitchen and then she really in the future still he's like yep in the future still she's like
0: so the trisolarans, they now like have neutralized all of, of all of Earth's defenses, so they can basically tell Earth what to do and all the people what to do. So they say, okay, we've got to make Earth ready for trisolarans to colonize Earth. So you humans, you all have to move to Australia.
2: And you so have all four years to do it. You
0: have four years to move. Nine billion I, I
2: people the, to Australia. You have to, you have to, kill every kangaroo. They will be in the way. I
1: think the population of the earth had shrunk then because you know people have been comfortable because of the great,
2: the great ravine had killed a lot of people.
1: What was the great ravine? Okay,
2: well, it's still. Billions. I don't remember. It was a bad thing.
1: Yeah, they mentioned that, and like that's like a there really were billions bad of people
2: that they had to move to Australia, which well known for being the worst place on earth. We just went there, and besides, besides New New Jersey.
1: I mean, that's oh, it, Florida. The whole, I mean, it, it, it's it's hard to live there. The citizenship test is very easy. They literally just ask you, "Is this or is this not a knife?" And <laughs> if you can answer it correctly, you can come in. So they had to like
2: expedite now the also, process. Also, if you answer wrong, you can still come in.
1: All right, yeah. Because <laughs> then you, uh, well, you come in as a criminal, and they're like, well, "That's pretty normal, actually." So they let that fly. And then they all go there. And she goes there, too. And she has her roommate friend, who I forgot how she got introduced in the book. But her My name is like AA, a. but also has
2: a Chinese character Chinese name. Chinese symbol, because it's unpronounceable. They tell or you how to pronounce a, a it. Or non transliterable or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> AA, AA is, is the person who is like running her company while she's asleep.
1: She was another astrophysicist or something, right? Something like that, yeah. But she's like... Got a really uh, malleable skill set. So she becomes a CEO and runs the planet company they have. And they become like roommates and not in the way like women in the 1950s who lived together without husbands were roommates. Like they're just hanging out together. And then they live with an Aboriginal guy who's just like, I'm going to look at the stars and play didgeridoo because C. C Shen Liu read the Wikipedia page in Australia. And (laughs) it's like, yeah, that sounds about right. And that goes on and it's horrible. They hurt all the people there and uh and it's crowded and it's fucking Australia. You know, like this the sun is just melting humans. Like all the people from Europe must be instant skin cancer.
2: Not to mention that they people are like, fuck that, I'm not gonna do it. And the droplets are like, Well, okay, you made me do this and they start just smashing into every other major city in the world, saying, like, You gotta go, gotta go and they start just destroying everything and kill like Hundreds of thousands of people in like two days. Like, okay, I guess I'll move to Australia. I heard the wallabies are fun. I love <laughs> Rocco's modern life. I hope a dingo
1: doesn't eat my baby. Uh, and then the, It will. They then recruit other people to be the like, enforcers to hunt down the last resistance people. Including Collaborators. Some of the people who were uh, uh, the candidates for sword holder. Are now like leading resistance movements, and they all just fucking get wiped out. So it's fucked. It's pretty bleak. And you're like, wow, this is like a quarter through the book. What else can happen? Literally everything. Everything else. Everything else. Uh, And then after they get everyone on Earth, and there's like there's this representative of the Treosolarians, Sophon, and a hot lady robot uh, or something. Yeah, she's really hot. She's also into tea, uh, and she usually just wears a kimono and does tea ceremonies.
0: Unless he dresses like a
1: ninja, yeah, or she shows up in like fatigues and like all the like the nerdy internet guys, like she's so hot. Um,
0: it's
1: funny
2: that the the Chinese book has uh, the evil robot is a is, a Japanese, pressor, is a Japanese Japanese person. person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like these fucking Japanese people.
1: Ridiculous! I'm <laughs> sure, like the first if you if we went back and looked, the first city that gets wiped out must be Tokyo, right? <laughs> and everyone cheered. And so Sofon shows up when they're like, delivering. Food shit from one of the other continents or something, and people are starving and desperate and act crazy as they will in these situations. And she just starts katanaing people Cutting into them in half. Yeah, it's pretty intense. And well,
0: Sovon does say like, oh, and now we're starting phase two, the yeah. where we don't provide any food for you,
1: and also you can't have electricity. And they're like, well, but then we can't grow food in our crazy future factories. She's like, yes, you, you are surrounded by food you hope got that all you this d-
0: food just lying around. <laughs>
1: you do not become food. And she's like, you, in three months, you have to reduce the population to 30 million people or something like that. So hopefully you do not become food for the other food. <laughs> something like that is the line. And they're like, you want us to become cannibals? And she's like, we have some respect for humans, so we'll let you live on this shitty reserve that is Australia. <laughs> so figure out which ones. Bye.
2: Which is kind of exactly
1: what happened. To
2: the aboriginals
1: Yeah Some of them became food Wait No not yeah. <laughs> So that's pretty bleak It was uh, It was depressing But then
0: You shift perspective to The two ships That had left Earth's or orbit in back in the other book, back in the previous and book, the sh- and the, and the ship two ships and the ship chasing and one one ship escaped. And the other one's chasing that ship. One is chasing the other one, but they're all like at the limit of their like speed that they can go. Um, but yet weird things start happening on the ship. Like some people are able to like see into the other cabins, and yet like all this like weird like stuff happens. And then two like and then on one ship they realize that they can like shift into a fourth dimension and then go over to the other ship, check it out and also destroy the droplets that the trisolarans had created had, had, were, that were following them. So they destroy the, destroy the droplets. And yet at the same time, so this thing about dimensions is going to be very important for the rest of the book. Like there is this whole thing with like other S- uh, civilizations that used to exist in the fourth in the four dimensions instead of uh, instead of three dimensions in and all but, higher but, dimensions yeah in, in in higher that later it's like 10 dimensions but that's at the end of the book uh so it's like four dimensions we can like but in four dimensions you can travel any three-dimensional distance in like at one step. It's just a, like, you can just go over to the other ship and you can just like, look at them, but you can also like, look at it and you can see ev- all
2: interior
0: parts like unfolded into, you know, you can just see all of
2: it. They, I, know, it I wrote it quite, down because it was quite was complicated. It was like, I wrote it, th- I copied this down because it, was, it it's, they had just like, it's like, do like, you, know, you ever see Tenet? No. You know, the, Christopher the, Nolan, the whole, right? but it's like, time about, runs backwards, right? Time goes backwards and then when they're explaining it in the movie, she's shooting the gun, and then the gun goes in reverse, so the bullet flies back into the gun. She's like, this is how it works. And then she does the thing, like, look, just don't really think about it that much. Just It doesn't make that much sense. Like, just, just accept it. Like, that is a great premise for the film. Just accept it. It doesn't make any sense. So this is how this explains how the fourth dimension works. It was like, we've entered a region of space where space has four dimensions. That's it. We call this region four-dimensional fragment, blah, blah, blah. But we're in three-dimensional space now. Four-dimensional space contains three-dimensional space, just as three-dimensional space contains two-dimensional space. To make another analogy, we're we're located inside a three-dimensional sheet of paper in four-dimensional space. He says, it's like this. The entirety of our three-dimensional space is a large, thin sheet of paper, 16 billion light-years across. Somewhere on this sheet of paper is a tiny four-dimensional soap bubble. So it's like, if you're looking at a piece of paper... And you could draw a circle. You can see everything inside the circle. But if you were two-dimensional, you wouldn't see inside a circle. You'd just see the wall of the circle because it has no depth. It's so like... when you're in fourth-dimensional space, you can see everything inside a three-dimensional thing concurrently. Like you can see inside people's bodies. You can see all the blood moving around. You can see inside the ships. So you can see inside space itself. So it's uh, wonky. And you gotta be careful not to touch anyone's butthole when you're in four-dimensional space because you get given an ulcer or something,
1: which you is a real thing that you, they you worry about. You get
2: worms. Yeah,
1: Nate, maybe Jimmy read this too. Actually, do you, you, uh, you guys ever read Flatland? I was
0: just thinking that, and yes, I did read Flatland in geometry. I don't know this. And it sucked It's a book for (laughs) smart people, Jimmy You wouldn't know about it That's true, I wouldn't (laughs) It's this book written by a mathematician Somewhere in like the late 1800s About like, what would life be like If it was two-dimensional Rather than
2: Mm three-dimensional Sounds like a lot of his characters in that writing (laughs) (laughs) Indubitably (laughs)
1: Sounds
0: like the character development In The Tourist (laughs)
1: And the character, <laughs> it's specific. The characters That's a, in this uh, Ricky like, Gervais quote. I forget which. How, it's a three-dimensional guy goes down to two dimensions. He's like, "This is dumb," and they're just like bumping into each other because they don't have up. <laughs> <They> just, <Yeah. laughs> and then there is no up. And they're like, "Hey, at least it's better than fucking one dimension." He's like, "That is true." I don't remember anymore about the book, but trying to describe life in these like smaller dimensions. Like help me at least pretend to understand what the fuck this four dimensional stuff was happening, because you can't picture it. You cannot imagine a four dimensional thing. It's you can't do it. It's humans can't imagine four dimensions. And maybe if you are really high, you'll think you can, but you probably are not. Jimmy, yeah. do you have any stories? No. No. I do not. No, no, 15 dimension <laughs> tripping ball stories. No, no, nothing like that. No, that's a. Well, you have homework now. Uh, so then note they note to self. Then they find out that like this bubble of the fourth dimension that they entered and exited is shrinking. It's like it's, it's contracting, and so that that just happens. You know, okay, that's done.
2: Well, it's happening, but it doesn't just happen. And what's happening is they they say like, "Well, let's go fucking check it out," and they send a ship into it because they can't send a drone because the drone can't send information back to the third dimension because it doesn't make any sense in the third dimension, so they have to go in there, and so when they go in there, they're like, "Well, there's a thing over there, let's just go that way, but they don't know how long it'll take because in the fourth dimension you can't see how far things away how far away things are it just Suddenly you're there, so you have to be careful because your brain can't fucking make mish or mash of it. And so they get there, and there's this giant ring in space oh, yeah. floating around there with a bunch of other shit, and they're like, what the fuck is that? And then they they send their magic translating software, which works because of plot reasons, and then they're like, hey, man, what's up? And the ring just says, I am a tomb. And like, oh, that's that's a real downer, man. What's going on? It's fucking emo, <laughs> it's
1: fucking actually, it's a goth.
2: Life is nothing but suffering. <laughs> it's
1: a fucking goth alien,
2: Nietzsche the Nietzsche the fourth dimensional being.
1: I just really like listening to the Cure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they have the Cure in fourth dimension too. It sounds even better.
1: I think I think it means less bad,
2: but <laughs> yes. So I the big ring is like, hey I guys, look, this is what's this. up. We're here in the fourth dimension. And this is all that's left. Like, we're all here together because the fourth dimension is gone. It's like, if you drain the sea, we're the puddle that's left over. All the fish are going to find this puddle and hang out in it. It used to be just as big as the ocean, but now it's just this. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? I was like,
1: how high are you? <laughs> I
2: was like, I am very high. I'm extraordinarily high. Higher dimensions. Oh, son. And he's like, do you guys like fish? And they're like, we got to (laughs) go. And uh, (laughs) so so they book it. They go back to the third dimension. And then behind them, the the puddle dries up, and the fourth dimension collapses, and it's gone. And it explodes out in other dimensions. And for science reasons, things happen that I don't know, and I'm sure aren't real, but sound real science-y. So
0: at this same moment... The ship that is that is left, left Earth,
2: you know, like many
0: years ago, it finally gets the message that the Trisolarans have used the droplets to attack all the like uh all, all of the things that would transmit the coordinates of Trisolaris. So there's one left. This is gravitational wave transmitter, which is on this one ship, and so. The captain, or whoever's in charge of the ship, decides to. You know what? Trisolaris is trying to fuck us. I'm gonna do it, and so the, the and this captain. Is, this this of is how the he ship gets the two
2: crews to cooperate, right? So, something. The, uh, yeah, yeah it's the ship that. called Gravity, and he's like, "Guys, you have to stop defying gravity. You're being you. wicked. I hate you so <laughs> much." <laughs> And they're
1: like, oh, man, I don't know if I feel changed for good. Not that, that song? I don't know. That's the
2: only song I know. Like, I've never even seen Wicked.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I've been changed for the better, but I've been changed for good. It's one of the songs. For it's the do it. Anyway. So I have a the, wife. <laughs> I swear. I <laughs> swear. There's boobies in everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the captain of this other ship says, I'm going to send the message. I'm going to announce to the universe where Trisolaris is, even though it's also going to destroy Earth. Because once they figure out where, once the other civilizations that are going to destroy everything, they destroy Trisolaris, they're going to go, oh, where's that other? That's where the message came from. There's another thing there. We're going to destroy them too. So he does it. Because, like, I'm not going to let the trisolarans fuck us. Fuck you, Trisolaris. So he does it. And, How's and my
1: dick taste? That's, like, this is,
0: like,
2: halfway through the book now.
1: Yeah, and so then the trisolarans like, instantly
2: their planet gets fucking destroyed. But someone blows up their son, one of their sons. Oh, yeah, because that's what they do. That's what they did their... to that
1: other random star. That's what yeah, Loji destroyed like, in the last book, It right? looks
2: like some sort of... Science magic happened, and the sun exploded. And so that's what happens to the Trisolarians. And the sun explodes, which
0: also destroys all the planets around the sun. So, like, that's... And so, now, for the rest of the book, the Trisolarians, they're, like, almost not in the book. They just, like, go away.
2: Yeah. They're, they're, now, they're sailing off into the, and, the nether to find a new home planet.
0: Yeah, trisolanders are like, well, I guess Earth isn't where we're headed. Now We've got to find somewhere else, even though they're not actually traveling that fast. So, because they also
2: know that Earth will be destroyed at some point because yeah. the system has gone out. Like, well, we're in, not going to waste our time here. probably pretty
0: soon. I mean, yeah. pretty soon in geologic time, not pretty soon in, like, human life. space time. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> So now for the rest of the book, humanity, what they have to do is figure out, like, okay, we're probably going to... They're going to come after us, and they're going to try and destroy us. what are we going to do about it? And they've got three... They've got, like, the one option is try and develop light speed travel in order to, like, just get out of the solar system. Second option is
2: build, like, basically space stations... And they know license travel is a real thing because the Trisolarans have it,
1: yeah, they just have to figure out how it works
2: yeah. but,
0: they, but you know now humanity has to put in all the research to figure it out. They know it can yeah. be done, but not yeah. how to do it, so they have to it 's going to take a long time, like hundreds of years, and then uh, oh space stations like oh yeah so so they 're going to build all these like basically space stations or basically they 're going to move as much of as many humans as possible to live actually live in the solar system, but they 're going to live. Out like around Jupiter, which is like they think is far enough away from the sun that if the sun gets like attacked or and destroyed, it. that humans will be able to still survive. That turns out no, but that's what they think for most of the book. So like those are like the two options. And, and the those third are called was the bunker, bunker. and the no, black so the, domain was the, the third one. The, the black, which, 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 but black. that has to do with the stories, which is like crazy but we'll, we'll get to that in a second so we, that was called the bunker project and the what was the light speed one i forget what it's light speed yeah the Lightspeed. we're gonna get the fuck out of the solar system project fuck out of dodge
1: yes exactly uh so those are the uh, uh who turned on the lights so okay what the fuck i'm trying to like, understand what happens next because i want to just i want to drink another
2: beer so sofon is she's Oh, Sofan yeah. is shutting down because the Trisolarians are leaving. At a certain point, they will be too far from Earth. They'll, go, they'll enter like deep space or some shit, and then they won't be able to control her anymore. So she's just like, well, I've got time to like, have one more fireside chat. Uh, so I want you, Cheng Chengxin, and Luo Ji, you have to come and hang out with me for a minute, and you can, like, you can ask me a question, and I'll tell you what's going to go on. Well, us
1: say, Luo Ji, you could ask exactly one question, and it's like a yes or no answer, right? Yeah. We're gonna play that old trisolarin game. One questions and yes. <laughs> and it's and not a def- very
2: good game when your thoughts are broadcast. You know, that's that's true. Are I you think. thinking of this? Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, animal, vegetable, mineral. Cobalt. Yep. yep. <laughs> Got it again. Uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> and they have their so, tea ceremony, and they just sit there and like watch her pour tea
2: for an inordinate
1: amount of time. And then he asked a question, and I completely forgot what
2: the this question fuck the was. His question was Is it possible to broadcast oh, some yeah. kind of message to everyone that says, Hey, everybody, we're cool. We're safe. We're not going to hurt anybody. And we she are says, not a threat. Yes. But she won't say how to do that. She says, so, Fon, yeah. Yeah. so Fon says,
0: Yes, there is a way. And it's like, Oh, fuck. Wow. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Oh, okay. And it turns off. There's a way, but. <laughs> And then, and so for, for a while, for decades, you know, humanity is like, wait, how the fuck would we do that? Because one problem is if you have the technology to broadcast to the universe anything, that shows that you actually have very advanced technology and therefore you probably are a threat. So how would you broadcast like we're not a threat Using the technology that demonstrates that you're actually a threat. So, like, it's just like, whoa,
2: fuck. how do you do that? The other thing that happens, the last thing Sofan says is, hey, Chang Shin, your old buddy, the brain, my final mission, wants to talk to you. She's like, what? And then... And as the reader like, of uh, the
1: <laughs> book, you're also like, what? <laughs> Him? He's got a daddy named Yunmin too? I guess
2: that whole b- opening section was important. And then she goes to see him at the place that the robot says to go to. And the most
1: complicated arrangement where they have, like, a fucking traffic light to indicate if they're getting too close to sensitive material.
2: Because the Trisolarans have allowed him to talk to her, and they've set up, like, a place that she can go into, like, deep space in the middle of nowhere, and she can talk to him through Zoom it's
1: uh, it Lagrangean li- lo- or something. What the fuck la- uh, is
2: that word? La- Langerin, yeah. Langerin point. Yeah. Lagrange. Le- la- la- oh, you have to go to the ZZ top of. That. <laughs> she goes to see a sharp-dressed man. Um, He's like, "Hey, put the camera down. Let me see them legs." <laughs> and they're like, "You guys, like, this can talk, guy's from Back you, in Time. <laughs> you can't give her any secrets." Oh, that's band.
1: What was their song from Back to the Future Three? Back in Time was from was the Huey Lewis
2: song. I don't know any of their songs. They did a song for Back to the Back Future to, Three. This is easy. I believe top. it, but I do not know what it it's, is.
1: It's, it's, it's called like Double Back or something like that. It's dog shit.
2: It's called a ha 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 ha,
1: <laughs> a how how how
2: how. Do you travel in time? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so they're like, you can talk to her, but if you say anything like secret or you give away any secrets that are we think are important, we're just gonna blow her up. So, instead, he says... And no one can, you no remember one can all those, watch or record. No one can watch. It's just, it's just the two of you. Because, you know, I know, like, you've had a hard-on for her for literally millennia at this point. He's like, I'm just and looking for some only tush. Only centuries. Only no, centuries. Centuries. Yeah.
0: centuries. But it's um, like
2: four centuries. Yeah. A lot yeah, of blue bulls. Just going to drink this fucking beer. Um, so... They keep skipping through time. Everyone's like going to sleep. Like, she, like she, Shang-Shen goes to sleep all the time. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll be back in 100 years. Good night. And so she's like, all the intervening years, like, you know, just fuck them, right? I don't need them. And just she, just fuck 2022? Sure like, fuck 2022 while we're at it. Just <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> I saw that in the store. <laughs> yeah.
2: Didn't know how to use it. Because last year I got Fuck 2021, so... And you would had Fuck, fuck 2020 20... at some point, actually. Yeah, I always have. But seriously, though, for me personally, Fuck 2022. Uh, this is a triple dry hopped IPA from Abomination, and it's 9.7%. <sighs> well, that's real good. Yeah, Abomination. Ooh, it's got a... Stuff. It's hoppy, but it's got kind of like a, a slightly... I don't want to say darker flavor, but I don't know how to describe that. Maybe like a slightly... Maltier than I would expect, flavor. It's got quite a bitter aftertaste, much like twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's pretty good. It is. It's it's, it's 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 sweet up front and bitter in the back, like a mullet. Uh,
1: mullet's are sweet all over. We gotta find out how to get these people to send us beer.
2: <laughs> bullshit. Probably can't keep making fun of the royal family.
1: <laughs> I just. That guy thought he could become a fondue chef. He <laughs> he deserves it. Speaking of fondue chefs
2: Oh yeah I'm sure some of our
1: patrons Are fondue chefs Some of our patrons Are fond ooh, Of this podcast And uh, <laughs> <laughs> If you want to support The podcast You could head over to Patreon.com Slash Drunk Guys Book Club Where you could support The podcast And get all sorts of shit Like uh, early access To episodes Vote in our monthly book poll Get shouted out Join us for our live episodes Which have, one must be happening Around the time Of this episode Or it just happened Because what, what is, is time? time Yeah jinx and then uh you know even other things i can't even imagine what they are right now they're just so crazy um they might or, be fourth dimensional yeah right or <laughs> actually some of them are distinctly two-dimensional <laughs> so <laughs> uh, if you want to help us out you could do that what
2: dimension is digital stuff
1: um i don't know nate you have a science answer for that question Nate,
2: do science for us no
1: idea damn it nate Head over there. If not, you could also if that's not your thing, you could also help us out by uh, leaving us a review, giving us five stars, which there are, you know, at least that many stars in this story, or just telling someone to check it out. Tell spread the word. Uh, and that will help us out tremendously. We appreciate that.
2: Much like Cheng Xin then goes home to spread the word of the fairy tales that this uh, oh my God. Zoom account of her boyfriend. So the boyfriend told her her says. Internet boyfriend tells her <laughs> he lives so, on another planet. You wouldn't know him. <laughs> <laughs> so the boyfriend he's says, from another star. <laughs> "Hey, do you remember those
0: stories we used to tell each other?" And she says in her mind, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But in, out loud, she says. Oh yeah, those stories. Why don't you it's been so long. Why don't you tell me them? And he goes, Oh well, the the trisolaners were so interested. I wrote down a hundred four of them and they love it. Here are
1: three and then you get three fucking weird stories. Incoherent stories. They are nonsense. I stopped reading in the middle of the second. I was like, This I, they're gonna tell me what it means later? I don't care. I had to go back and like re listen to those cuz obviously did the uh, audiobook for this but uh they're like, to, like, like this
2: almost. is going to
0: be important right this is I can tell this is going to be really fucking important and they were important not as quite not as quite not quite as much as I thought but basically three they were stories about like a, a, a like fair fantasy kingdom where the the king brings in a a, a painter to paint his family but the painter has, but when the painter paints the family on this, like, special paint, on the special paper, when he paints somebody, they cease to exist. Or more like, they turn into a two-dimensional being, and then are and dead, rather they than just, like, the exist
1: anymore. They literally become the painting, exactly. Uh,
0: and Unless this is you be have an umbrella
1: that you twiddle above your head, and you don't get put into a painting...
0: And it's about the princess and the umbrella, but also there's this other thing about who is the, the the prince, and he's like, oh, he looks the same size from far away,
2: there's meaning a he's actually two-dimensional. There's, two a, of, there's like a distant prince on an island who's stuck on this island because they can't get to it because the water between it is full of mean fish. Glutton and fish. Eat, they'll eat boats, and they'll eat everything that goes in there. so You can't get to them, but they find out that if you put this magic soap in there, they don't like soap. They don't like being clean, so they're just like, "I'm good, man." And they get to the island, and they see like from the from the shore, the prince looks like a giant. But as they get closer, they see the prince is just staying the same size because he does not obey the laws of perspective. So no matter what, he's always the same size, which is very dis- unfortunate for because he, he is not a grower or a shower. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: and so she br- the princess who had gone to rescue him brings him back to like defeat the dickhead brother who has gotten the painter to assassinate her family. And the, the guy's like, man, go and paint that guy so he disappears. He's like, I can't paint him. He doesn't obey the laws of perspective. And they're like, I don't know. What the fuck? Shut the fuck up. And he's like, I'm out. And so he paints a self-portrait and kills himself. And you're like, this story is complicated and weird. It
1: it read have you ever like read Goethe has these like fairy tales that oh, are like yeah. la- layered with meaning like this? And you're like, what the fuck is happening right now? It's like it's why. is it going to be matter? complicated
2: when you start from the point of I have to encode certain complex messages into this children's story?
1: Yeah. But because the trisellarans don't understand subterfuge.
2: And they also don't have childhood. Yeah. So they, the, when, when the tricellarians want to bang, they just smush their bodies together and become three or four new things with all their old memories. I think that's how people at Walmart do it. Yes. You just go mush your, your mush into
1: them <laughs> and then children crawl out of it eventually. This was
0: one of the times when you know, reading the book where it was like, where I, multiple times where I was like, how the fuck did he think of this? <laughs> like whole like I it was like this is like yeah. wild it's crazy like how did you like how how did you do this anyway so I thought it was there's super, this uh, story s- clearly he must have worked backwards to like here's what I want the the message okay. to have been and then worked back to like come up with a thing but while you're reading it, it's like what the fuck is this well about? that's what the
2: guy in the story did was yeah. he created a hundred fairy tales and planted three ones that had a special message it, it, with the intention of giving it to Cheng Xin. And so he had to come up with the stories to tell her the things he wanted to tell her that, she, that people would be able to figure out and then layer in all this weird shit that they would figure out as, oh, this is what this means, this is what this means. Also 97 other fake ones. I want to, I want to, read, to hear I want the B-sides. Of yeah, those, I really want like to hear the fake
1: things. ones. Like, and then there's the story of the plumber who ate potatoes in his underwear. Like what? And then he just has like a whole complicated thing because they're 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 fucking gibberish. They make no real sense to an English speaking. I mean, to, make, an, they to make a human. Almost as much sense
2: as any like real like young kids book. No, they're where...
1: usually simpler. Oh, they they have... they're
2: more complicated, but yeah. like the non sequiturs and the weird stuff about it is always is just as weird. Sometimes,
1: well, yeah, a lot of especially older kids fairy tale stories kind of things would relied a lot on just deus ex machina kind of solutions like fortunately the hunter had left an axe outside that day and then like that changes the whole like save somebody kind of situation but these were unintelligible and i knew but the one thing one criticism i have of the book is like i clearly i'm not smart enough to understand all the science shit but when i started to figure something out they would then tell you very directly what happened so i was like i don't need to read these stories that carefully it's going to tell me what these mean later (laughs) It's yeah, not because it's, the
2: next part of the story is them trying yeah. to figure out what the fuck these things mean. So you could skip right over those fucking stories, but including alternate like maybe they thought it meant this. It could also have meant this, but yeah. they decided that it in fact did mean this. Like holy shit, what the fuck? Well,
1: shit? a little too much of that mm-hmm. at times. But the the paper that the guy can he can only paint people into two dimensions on special paper, which I forgot what the fuck it was, but it was on a big it two, was snow paper, but it was on a, it was on like a roll, right? it had to be it had to be flattened with special uh, obsidian it was special but it was like a tube of it and it would it would kill the people so couldn't you call that a doom scroll? Yes, I could. Yeah, so this beer is called Doom Scroll <laughs> and it's from Magnify Brewing which is from Joyzy and uh it's an imperial IPA that's 8% alcohol. And clearly a, they clearly the can art they're referencing like you know Instagram doom scrolling or whatever but it tastes better than that. A little drier, a little drier than uh than all the IPAs have been these days, but I like it. It's a nice change. Thanks, Magnify. For nothing. <laughs> I paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh uh they decipher the messages, but they never get all of the shit figured out. And it is they they realize that like they need they basically figure out a way to potentially do light speed travel. There's some like warping of the space time.
2: With well, what they,
0: what they figure out is, like, they, they one, one of the things they figure out is that how to actually broadcast a message to the universe that, or at least theoretically, like, how could you possibly send a message to the rest of the universe that we are not a threat? And they figure out how to do it. What you do is you somehow manage to change the speed of light in the solar system to less than 16 kilometers per second because that is the uh, escape velocity to get out of the solar system so which means that if you can change the speed of light to really really slow then that shows that you will never be able to leave the solar system like you will never be able to get a message out you can't ever leave. And so you're, you're forcing whatever lives in there to, you can still live, but under very primitive circumstances, technology won't really work very well, so therefore, you will never be a threat to the rest of the universe. And if someone, someone looks at you from far
2: away, it looks at just like a black spot
1: yeah, in they, space. they also won't even know you're there. They'll just assume it's that an empty too. patch of space. It's a trade-off, right? Like, you, you're you're hiding in your, uh, your space bunker, essentially, but um, you also lose technology. And then there's, like, a whole bunch of different people, like different, like, terrorist groups who are trying to make everybody dumb. It's so, like, let's just be, like, hunter-gatherers again and shit. And Like, that's fine. It's better than being space-nuked. Like, uh, what was it? Burma? Is that what Burma wanted to do?
2: Was that Burma? The Khmer Rouge did the whole thing? That's they, Cam-
1: Cambodia. 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 Yeah,
2: I always confuse that one. That one become agrarian again.
1: You know, it's actually pr- pronounced Kamehameha Rouge. Uh, I believe it's Kamehameha Rouge. And they shot fireballs at a million of their own people. Cause you Two could, million. You can only till those fields when they're killing fields, Jimmy.
2: Yeah. Did you ever see this? There's a really weird documentary called The Act of Killing. It's not a, that's not a snuff film? No. It sounds familiar, actually. I think it, I think it was about I think it was about Kamehameha Rouge, or it might have been about... Might have been about Burma, but it was like this so guy like goes up over place. with a crew, and he's like talking to the guys who ran the genocides. It's like, hey, tell me the shit you did. Oh, and they're like, like, fine, and they like start telling. Oh, it.
0: They, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I and they start. He starts recreating them as like dramatic, like Asian style, like operatic things. <laughs> and they're like, well, recounting I, I think like the his, worst I think shit you've ever heard. I
0: think his trick was like. In order to get people to actually talk about what they did, he was like, "Oh, hey, that stuff you did back in the '70s was so cool. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Tell me about how you did that." And then they go and literally
2: the time spill I the cut beans, off eleven people's heads, and spill the like, beans about all all how murdering corpses. all these people, and then yeah. like at the very end, the guy's just like telling things like, "Wait, I that's I've really done some terrible stuff." And the guy's like, really? What?
1: Like,
2: yeah. Oh, shit. It's a weird... It's like two hours long, and it is intense the whole time. Because he's describing the worst you ever heard while these really elaborate, like, colorful theater scenes are happening as they reenact it through the magic of dance. That's probably the weirdest part of what you just described. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is a very strange film. It won a lot of awards. This is my
1: interpretive dance of Genocide. That is exactly what the whole thing is, just to get them to
2: talk about it, which the Trisalarians never do.
1: No, they don't do it, but they they do they they do start like using, uh, they're like the chat, what the fuck was the letters, chat GPT or whatever, of, um, <laughs> they start producing novels and screenplays about, you know, human life, and they're like, this is fun, you just make shit up, this is crazy.
2: Yeah. Wow. Wow. Everyone's like, uh, yeah so yeah so they're like you can either we, we some people want to shut down the solar system and just make it a little what they call a like black domain where light cannot escape where they'd be safe but everything sucks and you can never leave people are like no that sucks fuck that let's do light speed stuff because we know we, she figures out through the story about oh you put the soap in the water and it makes the surface tension of the water different blah 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 and I don't understand physics I didn't do very good now in school I don't know how it works but basically, they figure out that what the tricelarians are doing is something where they are smooshing space, so that it gets it pulls the ship forward through space, and then behind it, it gets smushed. I don't, Nate, you do it better. So this know. is how warp
0: drive would act. May may actually work if it does actually work in real life, which it, of course it doesn't. But what warp yet, might, yet. if it's so, time. Here's the thing: You like can't it in, in, in you can't travel faster than the speed of light. Except, what if you if you're in a ship, you sm- smush space in front of you and f- expand space behind you, so that you as your ship are actually not traveling that fast. It's space that's contracting and expanding, so that you that is actually like making you move forward. And so that's actually how warp drive
1: would work if warp drive was ever actually a thing. I think space can, you can get space to contract, uh, or not if you do Kegels. (laughs) (laughs) Certain types of spaces. (laughs) Uh, no.
0: (laughs) So anyway, this is, this is like, they call it curvature propulsion in this book. Space time curvature propulsion. And there's
2: like, uh, curvature propulsion is a great name for a strip club. Just letting everyone know.
1: Oh,
0: absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, okay. So then, uh, <laughs> Chin, Chin, she, like, goes back to sleep, and then they wake her back up again, and Wade has researched Well, no, almost we, we skipped a bunch of shit. We the shit.
2: Important shit we skipped is that they want everyone we can't
0: to... T- we can't explain everything, well, guys.
2: There are there are these important things where it's, like, she... They, they think that the Earth is going to be destroyed because an alarm goes off. And they're like, oh, fuck, let's try to get out, out of here. And, of course, it's a false alarm. Everybody's dying. And everyone's realizing, like, you know what? This is a bad plan. We can't, we can't just all escape. We've got to do what we've got to do. We also have to maintain a low profile. So we're going to make... Because they see that they find the tricellar and because they can see that when they use these warp drives they physically distort space that people can see from far away. And if other civilizations can look over at yours or yet your star
0: at your solar system and go, Oh, they must have curvature space time curvature warp drive because we can see the things that happen behind it. So they know that people are using it.
1: They do a lot of Tokyo drifting and then you could see all of the skid marks. That is, is actually essentially what That's it is. What
2: <laughs> you thought we were stupid names. But in name. space time. You got the need for but speed. But it's Tokyo, Tokyo drifting in shit.
1: space. <laughs>
2: it's Fast and Furious fast 14. And spiri- <laughs> fast and Furious. I, actually, they, all, they already went into space, I believe, in the ninth one. Um, but, Are really? Yes. I didn't see it, oh but I, I know they go into space. uh <laughs> <laughs> And so they're like, we have to (laughs) outlaw light speed research, because if we do light speed research and we get light speed, people are going to start using these curvature drives to just escape Earth. And then everyone's going to see where the fuck Earth is. So no light speed is allowed. Fuck that. And so Wade, who keeps emerging from the past. uh, Also, he's got one arm now because he tried to assassinate Chang earlier in the book, but his gun exploded. because They shot uh, him, right? No, his, his gun jam, because he brought a gun from the past, and it exploded after he shot her once twice. And they're like, whatever, we can heal bullets now. This is the future, bitch. Um, so he's like, give me control of your massive company. Go to sleep. I will make sure light speed happens. I don't give a fuck about laws. And he's like, you're actually true. That's, that's the one thing you do is you're the, you're the guy who advance, advance at all costs. Okay, good night. But with one, t- one condition. If One you, condition: If
1: you ever, like, get to a point where it's pretty clear you're going to fucking kill all of humanity, wake me up and let me have uh, a video. Before Vito. you
2: go-go. <laughs> <laughs> Before, <And> then, <laughs> wham,
1: and so, you kill all of humanity. <laughs> so, what? couldn't you... Get could, the jitterbug. He, he <laughs> and then he goes into a public bathroom and sucks a guy off. No. Um. So, you then... In space, no one can hear you come. So, uh, wouldn't you say he's, he's flagrantly violating all the laws and this secret mission? That kind of counts as some sort of black ops, right?
2: Well, he's working with black holes also, so yeah. Yeah, and the optics on those black
1: holes are confusing. Uh, so, this are is the black ops bigger than the white ops? Uh, I'm not going to go down this road with you because Nate's just going to cut it. <laughs> and it's not worth it, using my good jokes. So this is Black Ops, a beer that has been featured on the podcast, but none of
2: us drank it,
1: because it's what uh, Alex had when we did it. Alex also sent me it. a
2: picture. He's like, I just got another like dozen of these. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's in cans now, which is great, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. dirt cheap. This is from Brooklyn Brewery, Black Ops. It is a barrel-aged stout that's 11.5% alcohol, and it's aged in four roses barrels, which... We did an episode on that that you can't hear anymore <laughs> because we had to delete things. By the way, I, I don't know if we, we haven't done this yet, but if we say it enough times and people ask, we'll have to do it. I think the old, the old episodes, the archive episodes, because we have way more, than a 300, way more than 300 episodes at this point, which is the limit Spotify lets you have, unless you're fucking Joe Rogan. So unless we start like denying that vaccines work. Or I don't want to like fuck that, Joe Rogan. Unless you are Joe fucking Rogan. He fucks himself. Okay. He probably does. Um, oh yeah. Unless, unless we start denying uh, vaccines and shit, and just like, hey man, I'm just asking. about the flat Earth, we're limited to 300 episodes. But I think the old ones will just appear. Asking the Jewish question. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> they see what they do. Uh, will be on our Patreon at some point. Maybe they already are. Maybe we fucking got our shit together. Or you know, pay a
2: bucket. Or and we're find not.
1: So this is Black Ops, and um, it's very good. You could taste the, the like, booze. Whiskey barrel. The whiskey barrel is a really strong flavor in there. I don't love it. It's not a, It's not my favorite thing, but I do appreciate that you can actually taste the barrel booze flavors where a lot of times you, like, you don't in these days because they probably reuse these barrels so often, some of these breweries. But they put so Can they reuse it? I don't think
2: they just use it like once, and they got to get rid of it. They can't reuse it, can they? Of course, they, they can. must get used up.
1: No, you, well, you can certainly put more shit in there, but you're going to get less out of it. Mm. So sometimes people will do multiple different things in that barrel. Like you'll do a like a whiskey barrel, and then they have like the maple syrup barrel. You know, they put the maple syrup in the bourbon barrel, then you put a beer in that. And then I heard of a a, a hot sauce that was aged in one of those barrels. And then mm. somebody made a beer in that, so it was like five generations of the same barrel with different
2: things put into it. Is that a Matryoshka or a beer centipede?
1: I think it Nate, what do you think?
2: <laughs> Scientifically, I think is that it's ass a to be- mouth or all in one? <laughs> I think it's a beeripede. Yeah, beeripede, it's kind of a chain thing. So
1: I think we have to add that to the list of short stories we need to write that we never do. T- <laughs> the beer centipede, <laughs> where you just butt chug infinitely <laughs> from each other. So yeah, Wade's plan is secret, and he's doing some black ops, and then uh, Chang Shen takes a long nap again, as long as A.A., who's still hanging around there, A.A. being something we don't know anything about, because we're fucking alcoholics, <laughs> um, and uh, then she wakes in, she gets woken up again after like 60-something years. 62
2: years, years. and oh. she's like, wow, the new earth is really shitty and old-looking, and they're like, just kidding, bitch! You're in space.
1: Yeah, welcome she, to Jupiter. She's she's like, like, oh is, shit, got that, me. that fuck? He's like that person had to close the door on their own. <laughs> this isn't space at all.
2: Yeah, they don't have automatic doors in space, um, but they do have being in space. So you know pros and cons. Uh, except uh, for that one, the one space s- tour, the,
1: the one the one space city that is just bums.
2: Yeah, the uh, <laughs> anarchy city.
1: What the fuck was that one called up? Uh, like o- that was like, that was like three, Europe 4 or something.
2: Which is what they call um Lot- Slovakia, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Baltic States, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, they and then she goes on a Just space got tour. Miami Vice out there. <laughs> <laughs> Number one new show.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, where's the beef? Uh
2: <laughs> <laughs> so there she's now ro- uh flying around space with some people and they're like, yeah, we're good at space cities now. There's like fifty space cities. Um There's, you know, six behind Saturn, six behind Jupiter, two behind Uranus, eight behind Nate's mom. How
1: long have I been asleep? (laughs) 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 Nate hates us so much. But we have to (laughs) tell you something. Here's why we woke you up. It's
0: because the Lightspeed Project has actually progressed and we can actually do Lightspeed sort of, only with a tiny one centimeter, one centimeter length of Human hair. hair. Human hair. <laughs> Human hair. We can accelerate that a little bit, but with enough acceleration that it would, re- would reach light speed if
1: we kept doing it. So we're going to send our pubes to the Trisolarians and <laughs> tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that plan, boss? Like, oh, I don't know why you and woke me up for that.
0: Just do that. So that's great. Wade <laughs> says, like, hey, okay. We can keep doing this, but the tricellarans are going to find out. So,
1: also, what do you also, want us to do? That's not oh, the main problem. The, the main problem was like Earth's confederation government is like blockaded their city. Oh, right. Yes. And it's like we will. You cannot do this. We are <laughs> going to kill you all. And Wade has a has his like mercenary group with special nuclear bullets with no they <laughs> have antimatter bullets.
2: Antimatter. Yes. Yeah. So like oh, like a know. regular. Regular like old rifle at a spaceship, and the antimatter bullet will just knock holes in it and destroy everything. And he's like, "We can we can win this war. We can do space. We can do space war real good with these little fucking old rifles." And she's like, "Nah, man, shut it all down because she's a woman.
1: Because yeah, she has feller. love
2: in her heart." Yes, and then they execute everyone in charge of the project. <laughs>
1: And Wade Wade doesn't even care. Like she brings him back uh, Cuban cigars. She somehow buys them, and like the black market from boom, a space Cuba planet. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's the, sh- it's from the shape space of space Castro. The, all the all the things are a different shape, like they're football cities and like sphere cities and cube cities and spindle cities. But the space Cuba is the shape of a 1952
1: Cadillac Yeah. <laughs> 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 And so she she buys that off of a space <laughs> bum who has been holding Nazis for a long time. They're just sitting on a blanket in space on the side of a sidewalk. Cuz it's been like 400 sidewalk. years. And she since buys
2: Cuba. She buys Cuba still still blows. Actually Fidel Castro <laughs> is still alive and head of Cuba in this world. <laughs> and and she buys the box of cigars cuz
1: she's so rich it doesn't matter. And then she's like here's some cigars Wade. Don't you want to say anything like, you know, about your ruthless assholery and what happened he's like thanks for the cigars (laughs) that's it and then they vaporize him with space lasers yeah he's he's a he's kind of a
2: badass dude got shit done he was it was about it but it probably was the leather jacket. he really he really did wear a fucking leather jacket the whole time with one arm he's like in the future you could have a prosthetic arm that's like better than a regular arm he's like no I only need the one.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's he's space Fonzie, <laughs> putting on that leather jacket. He's like, hey, lightspeed. And like what? And he punches Ralph
2: Mount. Mal- no, wrong show. Yeah, they weren't happy days when they vaporized him, though. Also, we we uh, there's the city that's built around a black hole that the sad autistic virgin got sucked into. That the did a lot of time because yeah.
0: he wanted to fuck the black hole. <laughs> yeah, he's
2: like, I'm gonna fuck something. <laughs>
1: They're like, Ser- seriously, once you fuck that, this time I'm serious, you can't go
2: back. And, like, and what, also, what? You, that's never, a myth. you never finish. You are edging You're edging to infinity. Seriously. That you- is, even Sting is like, man, that's way too long. <laughs> Tantric to the max.
1: We will have to call the police. No, wait, that's not how that works. They make a black hole and because they made a particle they, accelerator they make, the size of a, the solar
2: system. <laughs> they, use, they use the whole solar system as a massive particle accelerator and they can make tiny black holes but they keep evaporating. So it's like, what if we just shove one of Jupiter's moons into a black hole? It's like, yeah, that'll do it. And so they make, they shove a moon of Jupiter into it and then it, it's enough mass that it can make the black hole stay there and it's kind of contained inside this net because apparently black holes do not suck in all things around it forever. It's just like, once you get pretty close, you get sucked in forever. Once you cross the, what is it, Schwarz, Schwarzschild radius or whatever it's called? Uh, the yeah. Event Horizon. But which that, is another movie about uh, space travel that is that could have been way better than it was. That movie blows.
1: Cause they mostly because I cut out the good scenes of the sex satanic orgy. Yeah,
2: they that happens you, when have you you seen go it through the blue. The, I have
0: not. Where oh,
2: they yeah. uh, they take a, Sam Neill uh, from Jurassic Park yeah. and, and uh, Morpheus from the Matrix uh, are on a ship that has a space folder on it, and it accidentally space folds into hell and comes back. <laughs> yeah, when because it, it, it creates like
1: little wormholes by folding space time in half, but by doing so, you have to pass through hell. <laughs>
2: it's it's pretty it's, it's pretty bizarre. It's, you know it's it's not the worst thing that you would get if you made a movie about a spaceship that accidentally traveled into hell. Uh but, but then they yeah. find they
1: find the ship abandoned at some point and everybody just like has been mutilated and and horrible things happened. And they find this the security camera footage and Snuffle. they only show a couple of sn- uh frames of it and it's upsetting cuz you pause on these things and you're like holy shit like they it's a literal blood orgy. They hired a bunch of amputees to film this. Like, <laughs> it's really vile. And, then and like, there's like people like clawing their own eyes out and shit. <laughs> and then unfortunately, the footage of that was improperly stored. So that, that scene is lost now. Like they had a filmed a much longer scene. They're like, we can't have, this can't be an NC-17 movie. Yeah. It has the guy from Jurassic Park in it. So then they, they had to, they lost that footage. It's a terrible loss for mankind. It
2: would have been the Library of Congress otherwise.
1: I agree. Yeah, I think it's where it belongs.
2: But yeah, so black holes. Uh, apparently, I'll just say all this talk you know, about black forever. holes and people's moons is making me
1: evaporate and is not arousing at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's butts. <laughs> Oh okay. and so, so then
2: she goes back to sleep
0: and wakes up fifty years later. So uh it's and she goes she goes back into hibernation. She comes out again another fifty years later, and she's like, and they're like, okay, we've got bad news. We're all dead. It's the, it's because, the end of time. <laughs> because uh the actual attack by another civilization, it's actually happened. It's on its way through the solar system right now. We have about two days. Before we're all dead, here's what it is. And not only that, but instead of just destroying the sun, but only oh, to a certain radius, which they thought, like basically, it doesn't matter, all the cities we built around Jupiter, it doesn't matter, we're all dead anyway. So here's what it is. So you find out that literally a two dimensional object flies into the solar system. And then they send out a, like, ship to go, like, the humans send out a ship to go, like, take a look. Like, hey, that's weird. It looks literally like a piece of paper the size of a credit card. That's all it looks like. And it it is not visible in, like, it it admits no light at all, except, like, a tiny bit. But it it does emit gravitational waves. And so they they can track it. And they send a ship, and they're, like, people are, like, putting their hand through it. And
1: it's, like, Well, because the ship can't even pick it up. So the only way they could quote unquote pick it up was by flying the ship over it, so it like holograms inside of their ship and people. Yeah, there's there's no clipping.
0: So there's uh, so they because it's actually a two dimensional (laughs) object. And then when the when the uh, when it's halfway through the solar system, it basically turns on, and what it does is it basically starts. It has an enormous amount of gravity, and then it sucks everything from... Which you from can't defy. With, with, definitely not. Uh, from <laughs> Which is three-dimension, and it you. unfolds it into two-dimensions. Like, basically, this is the weapon turning the solar system from three-dimensions to two-dimensions. But if you've ever read Flat F- Flatland, you would know, like, life can't really exist in two-dimensions, because... Where this cell wall going to be? Like it just doesn't work. So essentially, over the course of a couple days, it turns all of Everything the planets, gets smooshed. all of Jupiter, all the people, all the sun, all the uh, into two, this like two dimensional plane. Even though it still has like infinite detail, like you, c- it still has all of the detail that the three dimensional objects had well, inside like if
2: and you were out. To squish something in between those. What the, what the fuck are those microscope things called? Like a slides? Oh, yeah. And you smush them flat, and then you look at them, but even thinner than that. Because, you know, when you squish something big, and it gets wider, but it's thinner, like a pizza. Like, if you squish a ball, it turns into a pizza. It does that, but with everything in the solar system.
1: What if it's something that's already big and wide, like your mom? She gets even bigger and wider. Jesus Christ. Like your mom. Oh,
2: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I walked
1: into that one which is what she your mom says it. about every door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> every door frame is what your mom says about that. Um, so, yeah, and then they, the, the Earth is slowly getting steamrollered, <laughs> or the galaxy, rather.
2: No, the solar system, the whole solar uh, system is fuck, It's all getting swished. fucked
1: up. Like, it's not. Are they going to stop at the edge of, at the Kuiper Belt? Is that's, that what that's what they, yeah, like, they don't know.
2: That's what they're like. Is it just going to go on forever? We don't know. And and it in turns in this meantime,
1: out other shit's happening.
2: So it turns out that
0: this thing, this two dimensional object that's going to like suck in everything in the solar system and turn it into two dimensions, has so much gravity that the only way to escape it is to is you have to travel at the speed of light in order to get out of the solar system, and so. Oh, fucking, what's her name again? Cheng Shin. Cheng Shin is like. Have to make a pit stop, though. We well, we they're, well, the they're the like, library. oh shit. I'm the one that told Wade to stop the Lightspeed project. I said, you know what? Let's not research it anymore. Just turn it off, shut it down. So, had we had that like 50 years or whatever it is, maybe we could have figured it out. But I said no. And therefore,
2: we're all going to die.
0: Oh, Typical no. but lady. First,
2: but it also, importantly, she comes to this realization after they've gone to Pluto to go to the Earth's... Uh, the the uh, humanities. The Earth's museum. Her humanities Museum, where it's like, hey, in case someone finds us in the future and we're all smushed, uh, this is the history of Earth. And Logi is still there because he's, like, bored. And he's, like, 200 yeah. years old now. And he's like, yeah, I just love being a museum caretaker. <laughs> so we've inscribed everything on the walls of Pluto
1: in like um, cuneiform and shit. And she's
2: like, "I screwed up. I, I've killed every, I've killed all of humanity." And he's like, "You know what? You, there's really no way to know that. Like, if you hadn't done anything, they probably would have just destroyed the space city you were on, and that wouldn't have happened. And everybody, would have, everything would have gone exactly the same. Like, you weren't weren't going to win that war no matter how many any, any matter books you had. But what he says is, happen. you
1: did it because of
2: love." That's why Because you're a woman With a soft brain and heart
1: This is the guy Whose wife and daughter uh, Ran away from him At a certain point They get mentioned Early on
2: Yeah Because he Decided to sit In a room For 54 54 years Staring at a wall With his finger on the trigger
1: Let me tell you As a married man With a child uh, Sometimes that sounds Like a great idea To just be alone In a room (laughs) By yourself Just take a big scoop It's fucking quiet (laughs) No one's talking to you and you just sit there, just leave me be, please. And he did it for a long time. I was like, that's the dream.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so then he's like, you guys got to get the fuck out of here because uh, the two-dimensional thing is coming and it's going to smoosh Pluto also. And they're like, like, we can't in get away. Hours. Yeah, I was like, just kidding. You can get away because the ship you're on has the only working light speed drive. We made it in secret. Get the fuck out of here, girls. And like... And AA is like, we need some dudes with us. Uh, I'm gonna get bored. And they're like, nope, that's it. Just you two. Goodbye. And they're like, shit. All right. Goodbye. And they fly off at light speed, and everything yeah. gets smooshed, and the entire solar system is made into a big painting and disappears. Or a, a doom scroll. No, I not fucking <laughs> that one. Uh, Pretty much.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, okay. So there's still a
0: surprising amount of book left, dude. It's like, and holy it gets shit. there's still even seventeen weirder. billion years, <laughs> and it gets even weirder. Oh my god! So they're like, uh, Chen Shin and A.A. are on the ship, and they're like, "Where should we go? We can we're going to engage light speed now, but where do we go?" And Chen Shin is like, "I know the star that I own." My star, go Which is there. Where and like supposed, Yeah, okay.
1: Where she did when she had the the fucking Zoom call with the with the brain guy. Yeah, like, hey, maybe I'll see you at our star. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't hold your breath. Um,
0: and so even though it's two hundred and fifty light years away, because of relativity, for the person traveling at light speed or near light speed, time passes much slower. Or actually, much quicker. It uh, depends how you describe it. But anyway, so it's only 50 hours of traveling by space. But, uh, what, for Chen Shen, it's only 50 hours to get to this distant star that's 250 light years away. Even though 250 years has passed when she gets there.
2: So she gets there into that the way, star. Does
1: that, is that really make any sense? I don't even fucking That is theoretically
2: that. how space travel would work because the way gravity on planets works differently, time works differently on them also. So when you travel
0: really, really fast, like really close to the speed of light, time for you goes by slowly. Okay. And so it, you could also think of it as time goes by much faster for everyone else rather sure, than okay. you. Yeah, yeah. And so... In, in, in sort of like what percent the speed of light it actually makes a difference. So 99.99 is slower than ninety nine point nine nine nine. So, like, if you the, the closer to the speed of light you can get, the less time happens to the point where photons, because they actually travel the speed of light, they experience no time at all. So, what for us is billions of years to get from a distant star to like a to like a space telescope around Earth, the photon itself has experienced no time. It literally is like a like blink of an eye for itself. It has Even experienced faster. no time at all. Yeah. And all right. if you could Whatever travel, and Science if you could travel faster than the speed of light, you would actually be going backwards through time.
2: Do you, you remember, you saw Inception, Michael? Um, no, not Inception. I mean, um, inter- Interstellar.
1: I never have, actually.
2: Oh. Well, inter- Interstellar, they're on a planet at some point that is close to a black hole, so it's got much higher gravity or some shit, and so every minute they're on that planet, a year passes on Earth. Okay. So, like, basically all of Star Wars and Star Trek is, is a lie, because no yeah it's a lie it's not real also it was it was, it was a long time ago and a galaxy far far away I mean, it works differently time
1: was different it was a different yeah. time it was a different time that's why you'd have a whole caravan of space gypsies just like trading in debris and you're like that's fine <laughs> that's what they do they're space <laughs> yeah, bum gypsies
2: easy. okay but, like it all the all the like current and you know all the like nerdier sci-fi books they use this a lot where it's like the time you spend in a spaceship in space going from planet to planet is different than the time you will experience on those planets and even planets d- differing from each one each each planet is different the way they experience time so it's but yeah they're all different times some is. are good times and some are bad times jimmy i understand that. yeah <laughs> i don't know the rest of the words to that song
1: uh, oh that fucking zeppelin song yeah <laughs> like fuck, the first zeppelin fuck song fuck that song they do mention something looking like a zeppelin or a
2: helium balloon. Like a, some of the space cities are shaped like footballs. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: okay. okay, there's I, I so much, much more that happens just of what you're saying,
2: and I will accept it.
1: Basically, so it means wherever
2: you are, time is experienced differently because of a bunch of science reasons. Relativity.
1: Can we just say like, remember like, You ever like watch Neil deGrasse Tyson or any of the like science popular popularizers talk about physics? They make it sound really cool, like what you guys are saying, like, oh, fucking space and shit and time and photons and your mother's cunt or whatever. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I want to learn more about this. And then you just fucking learn Oh, take it's all f- math. Physics and then any class. math happens and it's
0: like, <laughs> oh, God. It's this is all not calculus. Like,
1: none of it's fun. It's just like, oh, well, acceleration due to gravity is like, who
2: cares? The way I heard it once, it was like, Oh, I love science! Like no, you like data. You don't like science. You like what happens at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> a I like different thing. I like the story. <laughs> I don't.
1: Like, yeah, I like that part. Like oh, did yeah. you know, like, this fucking Galileo dropped a ball and some a feather and some bullshit and it, yeah, and that was cool. It's like that but I don't need the space. math. Like, like there were several points in this book. Where they're like, well, the calculations suggest that that should be over. Like, how do you know that? How the fuck can you know that? The thing is, like... How could
2: you the know? scientists do that shit now where they're like, well, I'm looking at this uh, star 47 light years away. And based on uh, the color of my ball sack, uh, <laughs> it's probably got three planets <laughs> and two are life, life-bearing. life are like, What? But it's a thing people do. It's like it's theoretical, but through math they can figure that shit out. And I do not know how.
0: It no, happens. through observations they can figure that out.
2: Oh,
1: and some right. math. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I they observe that no girls want to talk to them. So like, we better do some
2: math. <laughs> There's got to they... <laughs> be girls on another planet.
1: Please, one of these planets has girls that appreciate nerds. <laughs> okay, speaking of planets with girls on them. Oh
0: yeah. The two girls get to a planet. And they're they get like, to the wow. It's the planet that
2: she sold off. And she's like, it's man, I wish you planet, hadn't sold it. it's
0: the planet around her star. And it's blue because the trees are blue mm. instead of green. And then they get there. And there's a human there. And it's one of the dudes from one of the spaceships that had left Earth way back centuries ago. There, and it's like, it, oh, yeah. Is this no, one of them
2: now. or is it a descendant? Because I really couldn't, can't remember or tell. I they, know, he had been in
0: hibernation for an, for centuries. Okay, okay.
2: But they've also colonized a bunch of
1: planets at this point.
0: Yeah. What didn't quite make sense is how is these how did these other humans have all this super advanced technology in only an additional two hundred fifty years? It seemed like way too much. I think, and, but it's yet,
2: because they, um, oh, what the fuck was it? Uh, I think I can't remember exactly. I think it was because they had access to. Oh, the the trisolarian They had the actual trisolarian shit. Yeah. Or the fourth dimensional science shit? Yeah, because they had the fourth dimension shit, trisolarian shit, and then once they're on these planets, there are other civilizations that they meet, and the whole thing is like, it's very impolite to ask anyone where they're from, but because you don't want to get your planet blown up on. So Um, you find out that... The whole
0: thing in the universe where like so what is the ultimate weapon in the universe? It's the laws of physics and what the main thing or it's the laws of math. And one of the main things you can do, one one civilization with really advanced science, what you can do to fuck with the other civilizations is unfold them into a lower dimension. You'd be like, fuck you guys, which is what happened to Earth, where a two-dimensional weapon was sent at them, which turned the entire solar system into two dimensions. But then you can and, also
2: and, encase them in slow light speed zones so they're trapped for all time. But then it gets even crazier because then this whole book is, but then it gets even crazier.
0: <laughs> multiple times where I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Hold my beer. What the fuck? Uh, where he says, you know what? in way in the in the glory days of the universe it was 10 dimensional but because every civilization fights every civilization and they do it through the laws of physics they keep fighting the other civilizations by unfolding them into a lower dimension but the only way to add to like be able to win that war is to take your own civilization and unfold it into a lower dimension so that's why there are like two-dimensional beings that sent the two-dimensional object to destroy the solar system they have to be two-dimensional but he says like it must have been this sol- like the universe was ten-dimensional but it's gone from ten to nine to eight to seven to six to five four to three and that the speed of light used to be infinite but now it's down to only about 300,000 kilometers per second because of all of the wars and all of the battles that all of the civilizations have had with each other. And we're merely three dimensions, and we're getting fucked by the two-dimensional stuff. What's going? And then next will be one dimension, fucking and Kuber. that's what's happened to the
1: universe. So let me try to understand this again, because i don't fucking. This means nothing to me. Is this basically it's like, hey, that guy farted bare-assed on my pillow, so I'm gonna shit on his pillow, and then it escalates until we're just it's more like, like
2: this guy is coming to shit on my bed. So I will nuke the universe <laughs> and go to a bed <laughs> in a lower dimension. And that's kind of
1: what it is. Meaning bunk? Uh, like yes. I'm going to go down in like the, the trundle bed to the
2: lower one? Uh, uh, literally a two-dimensional bed. I will go from Mario 64 to Super Mario World. And in doing so, I will then send an uh, a annihilator to Mario 64 to wipe out that entire generation of game consoles and everything's going to be two dimensional from now on, and everything above me is My dead. God, gold and I would blow in two D. Okay, and then yeah. <laughs> then you go down to
1: like you, you take it down another level and you're playing fucking Pong, and like that's Pong winning. Pong is still two dimensional. It's true. So what? What the hell is one? We don't know here? what one. So, uh, is So uh, like. it's they a lower it. dimension than Mario, than Super Mario, a uh, Super Mario Kart. Definitely, it's a I lower just, dimension than I that. Just, if we had more time, we'd figure out how to make the sharding on the pillow thing work, but. Go on, guys so okay, and so that's just like so here we
0: are in this universe, and it's been okay, and then their planet, their solar system that they're on, this is the distant one, two hundred and fifty uh light years away, it gets attacked by the like we're we're gonna by the the light speed thing, where it's like, oh, light speed instead of speed of light that you thought it was, it is now. 20 kilometers per second which is really fucking slow and now you're stuck in there and yet your spaceship is now rotating around the sun but because of relativity that's still a thing because going 20 kilometers per second you're now going to speed of light it means that time dilation is means you're going to go really slow and so they like they're like have to go in space suits and then they have to come out and get the Neural computer to start, and it's well. Takes what happened was fifteen days, but then they had in the a real world, like, it's eighteen million years.
2: Well, they had, they had a bunch of like these weird dead zones on the planet where someone activated their curvature drives, and these were more, even mm-hmm. more advanced. Basically, that basically they smushed space down to the point where the speed of light was zero. So nothing goes in, nothing goes out, and occasionally, it's like if you're walking on a it's like if you're walking on a lake with a bunch of cracks and you, then you take a big shit on the lake <laughs> Who and then doesn't, the lake who doesn't, who fully can't? breaks open and you fall into the lake. Who can't Basically identify with this <laughs> yeah. analogy? Every Scandinavian person knows what that's like. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Scandinavian. Um, so, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> and so they're on this planet and they're like... You have to move off uh, slow. So uh, they're in that they're, position. They're, they're, they're hanging out and they're in the ship, and then suddenly <laughs> the lines rupture and the whole area becomes a dead zone. And who the fuck is it? Xin and the guy who was on the planet. They're stuck in the ship, and they're like, ooh, this isn't good. And they're like, let's get out of it. And then they get out of it, and then it's 18 million it's years been later.
0: 18 million years. And the guy who used to be a brain, but then was with the Trisolarans, whatever his name was, was like, had been and then left because more like died because it's 18 million years. He lived a long life died. with he um, left, AA. Three. He left an extra dimension. He left a like portal they to a, a mountain, new dimension. A pocket dimension. No, they, they,
2: they, carved, they carved a message into the mountains and then it had sunk 30 meters down because it had been 18 million years. And they're like, hey, you know, I had a good time. I fucked your friend for a while. And uh, go into the new blah. And they can't see the blue thing because it's, you know, been 18 million years. And I'm like, wow, I'm glad the rest of those words are there. <laughs> and there's this weird there's this weird rectangle. And they're like, what's that rectangle? And I was like, let's go into it. And then it gets real weird also. weird So then they're in a uh, one-kilometer-cubed
0: universe. This is like a... Pocket oh, universe. Pocket universe. Where they're like existing, and then in this like one kilometer cube that somehow has wheat in it, and they, have, they, kept, they took is the there. seeds. They took the seeds that they sent with the brain. So, so what <laughs> they determine is they're in like they're now outside the universe. They're outside of time. They're outside the universe, and they can just sit there for as long as they're the as as they want. And what their plan is is to wait because time travels, time happens very differently. They can sit there until the universe ends in the big crunch and then which will lead to a new big bang
2: and then they can wait for a new universe to be there and then they can colonize that. Because there was a thing that the a thing that the guy told them was like there's this people out there, they're kind of like a myth, kind of real maybe who knows. They call the zero-harmers, but they call themselves the returners, where they're like, we keep pushing the dimensions down, 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 down until there's nothing left. We have to push it all the way down to zero, and that'll reset the universe and blow it back up, and that way we can start over and do everything good again.
1: Just so these people are actively
2: up. trying to collapse the universe because it's such a shit show right now. But then they get a message... From some
0: from the returners r- some from from the returners, and it's sent in two million languages, but luckily, tricillaan and earth languages are some of the languages so c three
1: p o could understand it right? and it
0: tells them you must return all the mass to the universe because it's been determined that in the big bang there was exactly the right amount of mass for the for the big bang to happen but then everything to recollapse that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> but then uh but then because civilizations have been making these alternate like u- pocket universes they've been taking mass out of the universe which means the universe had, doesn't have enough mass to recollapse. Gonna just, it's going to just—it's going to just expand for all forever, for all of time, until everything spreads out and is very plain and boring, uh, and very and cold, dead. and very dead. And so it's told like everyone in a pocket universe, you need to bring all your mass back into the regular universe, or everything's going to suck forever. So they just and bring so,
1: your mom, and that's enough. They're like too <laughs> yeah. much. Too much mass <laughs> Nate, I was talking to Jimmy Don't It's not that know.
0: <laughs> And so Chen Shin Looking right at him <laughs> Decide This is like so Fucking bizarre But so then Chen Shin And what's well, his name Are like, opposite you know what Of the I rest guess, of the book Like, I guess our, the, the entire universe The fate of the entire universe Rests on our shoulders Not just our shoulders Because they're all the other Pocket universes But We need to bring all of our mass and even this like little cube thing that we live in with the wheat and just dump it back in that regular universe so that the universe can be a thing. And so they do. And they decide to help save
2: the universe even though they're the last two humans left, probably. Because this this is the opposite of the rest of the story where it's like, everyone is trying to destroy each other and stay hidden to ensure their own survival. Now everyone has to Basically, kill themselves to ensure that the universe will live again. Yet, also like, work if together we don't do it, and we'll cooperate. Die. Yeah, and, and they have no way of knowing if
0: everyone else will co- cooperate. That's the, what uh, the prisoner's dilemma. Which yeah. thankfully the book doesn't get into. Oh God, can you, can you imagine if it went on this whole two hundred page tangent on the prisoner's dilemma at this point?
2: It went on every other dilemma. It did. <laughs>
1: And the whole, at certain points the book was just tangent It was like fucking trig class <laughs> <laughs> Math
0: uh, And so And then the end, the end The end of the book There's like an epilogue
2: Where it's like They, it leave, chose they leave a little message To do the, the thing universe So
1: She leaves some random shit behind Like a fish she leaves. She leaves
2: basically like the little computer With like the You know the Wikipedia On a hard drive Of the history of that universe So if The next one finds it They'll know
1: and they're like, the article, this article is a stub. You could help by expanding it. Like, the <laughs> I can't help. Article is locked. No? St- Wikipedia jokes, Nate? That's, that was too much? All right. <laughs> He's so oh, Okay, dizzy. so Looking that's at us the book. <laughs> that's
2: the book. That's three books. That was like <laughs> so so books that's and the, the other two books. That's
1: the trilogy. That's a bookshelf. That was a ridiculous amount of book. She leaves a message in a, a, message in a bottle, right?
2: She's sending out an SOS. God damn it.
1: I knew we were going to do this. Oh. But all it says is do-do-do-do in your pants. Da, um, da, da, da. Police? She puts on the red light, Nate. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do the science. <laughs> okay, uh, what did you gentlemen think? This is one of my well, favorite books
0: ever. So like I said before, it, in terms of like how... Uh, Complex The plot is easier to follow than the first book Because that is just meant to be a mind fuck In terms of just the plot being confusing Whereas this is just like crazy science But the plot is actually much more linear This stuff, one thing happens Which leads to the next thing Which leads to the next thing So it was actually easier to follow But it was still like mind-blowing In terms of like, wait, what with the dimensions? (laughs) Holy shit Like how did he think of this? is it's, kind of what I thought to myself yeah. through the whole series. Like, how does somebody think of this stuff?
2: It's easily one of the most creative things I've ever read in yeah. terms of sheer magnitude of weirdness and
1: creativity. I found myself at several points. Like, my wife mentioned the three-body problem to me recently. I was like, really? Threesomes? And she was like, no, the book? I was like, oh, all right. Problem um, is a key word. And so, uh, that's a problem. Uh, <laughs> does he no, she said someone mentioned it to her and she's like, Do you know this book? I was like, you will you will hate it. You will know. You will hate this. Do not do that to our marriage. Do you know, don't do it? And she was like, Yeah, you're totally right. And so but then I'm reading this, I'm like, this like, I have no one else to talk to about this besides you guys. Uh and I'm reading, I was like, this is the fucking craziest shit. Like I need to like <laughs> tell someone what's happening. I need to talk about this. I need like you can't even like. I need an outlet. Crazy, and I'm trying to explain it to her. And I'm sure you've had that experience where you're like trying to tell someone a story, and you realize in the middle, like they're not going to get this. Like I'm not telling it on this journey
2: with me. Yeah, like
1: you had to be there. (laughs) You and have to read
2: another thousand
1: pages. She's trying to be supportive, I'm like, and and then they're on fucking Australia, and they have to eat the people, and they're fucking. There's a robot there's a lady, lady robot, and, and she's she's a, hot. I think oh, probably, yeah, she's probably hot. Yeah, uh, her body and is she's not a, a problem. <laughs> <laughs>
2: she's definitely a ninja. Yeah, and uh, I, I just kept Though trying. To, I don't know why she didn't need to be.
1: I kept wanting to tell her about it, and she, and then she'd be like, "That's that's that's cool. All right, now go go away." And then Thank you, Michael. Now leave. Yeah, right. Okay, that's nice. Back in your cage. And then she say, Yeah, I definitely don't want to read that. Well, I probably wasn't I was not doing it justice. But it's a crazy story. It is really creative and how he pulls an old is like even though I didn't fucking understand all the science stuff, obviously. And enough that I was like, well, that's pretty cool. I've heard of that thing. You know, and like it it felt it made me. Feel. I'm was like sure if
2: it, you asked an actual physicist, they'd be like, "This is all bullshit." But it's just, it's just realistic sounding enough for real cool. people to be like, "Oh my god." Well, he's talking about that's magic. where
0: the fiction part comes in. Yeah, I feel like a real physicist would be like, oh, "Okay, none of that is
1: real. That's not what." A but it's cool is. <laughs> yeah. if it was real. Could <laughs> this be though the Dan Brown of science fiction? Mm-hmm. No,
2: because there's a uh, uh, because it's not. Because it's good. I
1: know mean, he's not pretending it's real, <laughs> but like the same way that Dan Brown brings in all these things, like yeah,
2: that's true. Galileo did write a book called that. And I mean, then, it's, you know, it's like, going to be like that for any any sci fi book. It's going to be like, of course, science isn't uh, really like this.
1: One's this. up. This one. This one brings in a lot of different. We, ideas. We okay, have well, not a lot, a hard lot of hard science sci-fi. fiction.
0: Hard science fiction would all have the same problem. We,
1: we haven't read like, a lot, but of that this at all. did this book like. It's part of the plot. Whereas in other books, the hard science fiction part is usually just kind of there to explain how they could do things. Whereas this, like, man. the plot there, is driven like, by these ideas of like higher and lower dimensions and fucking faster than light
2: travel and, and like uh, I don't know. I mean, I, it's hard. It's because the problem with like a lot of hard sci-fi is like the plot can't happen without these things being part of it. So it is somewhat. It's not the plot, but it, is, it does drive the plot. Is that
1: true? Uh, Though is that what really distinguishes hard sci-fi that it's it's dependent the plot is dependent or is it that they just go into the detail?
0: Nah, it's it's probably really more
2: the detail. Yeah, it's not like because here the plot is dependent on
1: it. Like the plot is all about these scientific ideas.
2: Well, I mean, like the plot and the other ones couldn't necessarily happen without. I mean, you could. I guess what it comes down to theoretically is how much explaining do they do. Okay, like soft sci-fi, I was like, Star Wars, is like, and then there's a spaceship, and there's a, there's a laser sword, and just you just fucking deal with it, get over it, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's hard sci-fi, where it's like, well, of course, because of the uh, because of the melting point of plasma and the uh, curvular refractory period of uh, of the way that works. Like, sure, then it can become like harder sci-fi. I include a refractory period in there because of hard sci-fi. Yes, of course, you did. yeah, 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 <laughs> but. There is sci-fi it, like, curious. Really, there is there is like a whole world like really like dense sci-fi that Nate reads, and I have read like <laughs> one or two books of. And it's, it's not not as an insult. Just like Nate does read that, and he you know He likes I it. Do, yeah, and I respect that. I I can't read it too much of it because it can get pretty dense. It can get very dense, super dense, and it's not exactly my thing. But like that, that is, as long exist. as it
0: has. A plot that's I'm interested in, I can read that. But some science fiction has like no real plot, and it's I have only read, the science, and I can't get into that.
2: I've read one of those. It was like uh, it's like twenty three twelve by Kim Stanley Robinson. Oh, I've oh yeah, which was like all that. science, almost no plot. And it was like, the science stuff was really cool, but like the plot was non-existent. And it was kind of like, this is kind of boring. It's kind of stupid. There was like a the technodrome on Mercury as a, as a city that has to keep running away from the sun. And there was like, they built asteroids that house little uh, e- ecosystems that they sent through space as like colonizers for the world, for worlds. And it was like, that's really cool. But the plot was stupid. But like the science part of it was like, wouldn't it be cool if this is how that it worked? And I'm going to talk about this shit that much. I think this book balanced them well. I'm not, it's yes, not a This one's absolutely not. A, balanced it's not meant way better. To
1: compare to Dan Brown, it's not meant as a criticism of the book. I'm just saying the same way that Dan Brown puts a lot of real historic. Detail. His plots are driven by these details. Like the plot is usually pretty dumb. Except but,
2: none of his tangents go on more longer than one paragraph. Well, yeah, he's got. Because he's not smart. <laughs> He, listen, Dan Brown, for his many, many, the
1: many. man can rock a turtleneck, but he know. can. He knows, but he could. He knows how to pace a thriller, like yeah, he's really good at that. Absolutely, uh, but his whole thing is like he just fill it with so much shit that you're like, man, I feel smart reading this, and you forget that the plot is exactly
2: the same for every uh, single uh, well, book.
1: Yeah, totally. But like this book, not there are many differences, of course, but there's just so much science shit in here that you're like all right, yeah, we're going on this crazy journey through the dimensions and the galaxies and time, like, it just, what I was trying to say is, like, it just incorporates every science article this guy ever, wikipedia got put into this book. Like, even when they meet for the the fairy tale sharing story uh, meeting, what the fuck was that, with the what the hell, Chen Shen and uh, um, (inaudible) yeah, yeah, them. Um, the, La- the Lagrange points or whatever the fuck they're called, that has to get put in there. It's not like they just f- they just met by Uranus because that's funny. They just have to meet
2: at a Lagrange point. It's not, it's not a funny joke in Chinese though, so you couldn't do that.
1: It's true. But they meet at maybe, maybe Lagrange. <laughs> La that'd be amazing if that, like, that's like the if closest to like, like anus in Chinese. <laughs> the devil's taint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that the devils taint in space and like all the ah, oh, very good. Uh, it's just all these different things put in there. You're like why? Because he can. That's all I meant by that. You know, they they didn't all yeah. need to be there for sure. They're just there. No, cause no, cause he could. almost none of them needed to be there. So
0: one thing I noticed that's different about Three Body Problem series. How is okay? So in a sort of more regular book, it, like the plot is driven by like a couple of central characters, and whether they're achieving their objective or whether they're being like denied, you know, it's like how kind of well they're doing. A couple of different people, and it's kind of like they just want to find the one they want to unlock the door that has the. Th- okay, so the Three Body Problem is not really like that. Instead, the conflict to go rises and falls based on whether human civilization is going to survive or not survive, or whether human civilization and humanity itself is going to, you know, like defeat the Trisolarans or, or getting fucked by the Trisolarans instead of just yeah. about one person's journey or conflict. It's about humanity's journey or
2: conflict. They mention that they, they're the ones that... Cheng Xin is picked as a sword holder, even though she's not good at it, she's a because humanity chose her, because they're like, we're uncomfortable with this whole notion of one person having this much power, but we have no idea what else we can possibly do, so we're going to put it on one person so that if that collapses, it's our, our fault, it's on someone else. And like all of it is really just the collective opinion and will of whatever's going on with people at the time. Cause we skipped a lot of shit that was like, you know, after this happened, you know, religion took off again. And then like everyone started mm. worshiping her as like this great savior because she sacrificed herself to do this thing. And they're like, Oh, it's because it's about the evolution of people as a whole. And it's not just the central characters are basically just like, what was it like a, like a voice or like a focusing point for the will of the rest of humanity or some shit. To a greater extent, but it would be too complicated to write. It. It would be, it'd it be like if what the fuck was that? Foundations. Foundation. If you, it, the
1: fucking asthma. Yeah, it's
2: like if 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 the, like if the summary was if the summary about it was what it was actually about I was like well it's about it's about the history of an entire of entire planets or some shit like that. Where it's like okay, but it's not really that. It's like that. It's about all of humanity and how humanity deals with shit. It's like oh, they wanted to. Give all this power to someone, and then and then they want to do this, and then they didn't want to do this thing really, but we're, uh, subconsciously they really wanted it to be this way, because of the, all the things that had happened to them. They're all sad and depressed about all the bad shit that's happening. So, the central characters are really just like a, a personification of more people. I don't know how to. I don't know the words for it.
1: I don't know. What do you think, Nate? Make sense okay, so that.
0: overall, I really did like the series a lot. So like, it is it is very good. It was slow and extremely... At end times, and extremely long. But a lot of stuff happens. It's not like it's slow and nothing happens. It's slow and a lot
2: of stuff happens. Well, they go to sleep while things not, are not happening.
0: Yeah, that yeah. Helps. In this, in this <laughs> last book, it's like I couldn't even keep track of, like, what time they're in anymore.
2: Well, by and the then time... It, It was like they were in the pocket universe. It's like, it's been 17 billion years. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that got like really
0: crazy. But overall, it was really good. And so if I had to recommend it to somebody, I would say, if you like science fiction, then you'll like it. If you're not really into science fiction, then probably not. Then I wouldn't, then I would say, no, don't, don't do it. But. It's, fair. it's a lot and to just, ask someone just, to
2: read if they don't like sci-fi. And just have patience with the first book, because it, it's way more confusing.
1: Yeah, they got But easier. it's also
2: way simpler in certain ways.
1: Uh, the
2: first book? The first book.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like a smaller time frame, and, but it has more scope. characters. Like, smaller uh, scope. But at the end, you could summarize the
2: plot of that much more simply. Like, there's... Lady gets angry at Earth, so she invites the aliens to say, hey, come fuck me up. The end. Specifically, she got mad at China. <laughs> she did get mad at China,
1: yeah. You know? Because they gave us COVID. Um, <laughs> 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 but she, that's why she's mad at China. She's like, you guys suck ass. And then uh, she goes and fucks up the... Everything. Everything. We notice that. Oh, wow. That, what, interesting coincidence. If you're writing a paper... It's a, a what was a Yen 1G or something like that was her like, a name in the first book. I can't remember it now.
2: Yeah, 1G or something, something like that. Something like that.
1: Yeah, it was yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. She it's a lady yeah. who fucks up in the beginning and is a lady who fails to fix it in the end. Uh, but who fixes sensing it by something by failing to fix it up. Yeah, okay. All right. Gender studies people, take note. This guys a bigot. It's not us. It's not. us. <laughs> serious like all the women are helpless and useless or cause trouble.
2: And then, well, they're not helpless if they are the ones who evacuate. They're not they, helpless. They, do, they do doomed stuff. the planet. <laughs> they just make bad decisions. Though it is, it, Cheng Jin makes bad decisions, but through her bad decisions, the right thing happens, or the inevitable happens she, anyway. She's the forest she, gump bad of the universe. Or useless. <laughs> she she force gumps her way through yeah, this like, crisis. Looks like you know what? Everything was fucked, but it was going to be fucked anyway. Nothing you could have done. So really, your opinions don't matter. Shit happens. <laughs> um, I, all, all that's missing from that, Jimmy, is, is that Luo
1: Ji says, your opinions don't matter because you would have fucked up anyway. And also, as a lady, your opinions didn't matter anyway. Like, there, there's it like a weird sexist element in these books.
2: And it I'm could not also the one be, to be Oh, it's definitely about. a little misogynist, certainly. It could also be questionable that the two-dimensional attack would have happened anyway. So do those people make the entire universe two-dimensional? Is that what they did? Or just, yeah, like, yeah. parts the point of it? Is that, the point is that it kept, like... Because they, they were saying, like, the, eventually the, these, these physics-altering beings would make, basically... They kept saying great walls. like I get it. It's from China. The great wall of, like, these uh, <laughs> low-light-speed areas, and eventually they'd make so many that they would just bleed into each other and the whole universe would become this way. Or they'd send these two-dimensional attacks and eventually they would just intersect and the whole universe would become two-dimensional because it would just basically become this infinitely spreading thing until the entire dimension would be worthless and disappear so it was basically and that's how
0: the universe went from 10 dimensions down to nine down to every single time to seven just like attacking each other and attacking each other by shifting your enemy down a dimension In destroying them, but that destroys the entire universe until the entire thing shifts down another dimension. So, really,
2: nothing in this that these people did mattered at all because eventually the two dimensions would have taken over anyway. It would have just spread from somewhere else. It would have taken a different amount of time, but it still would have happened. It was a bold choice in the
0: series to have all of humanity die. To have all of the universe die. Yeah, well, yeah. First many... all of humanity. It trying you spend three books, three in two and three quarters
2: books, trying to save humanity and it fails. They all die. And, and they have to wipe them out as part of an inconsequential, like, oh, this is the shit that just happens. You're just next on the list.
1: Maybe maybe that is a uh, revealing of, of the attitude of the Chinese writer though. <laughs> like, Hey, you, know, you can't stand up to communist what's happen China. Like, to you. It's just fucking happening, dude. Just, just accept it. The just insignificance
0: of the individual against the might of the state.
1: I sent a paper for somebody. dimensional
2: or lower dimensional <laughs> beings, I guess. Yeah, because the, we, there's a, well, there's that one throwaway chapter um, from the guy, the, a guy named Singer, or a oh yeah, Singer, shoot- the aliens. No. He was, like, talking about, like, oh, there's another thing. Better send another mass dot at it. And he's talking about all the different uh, low-entropy beings, which implies that there are high-entropy beings, I guess, Uh, big things of gas, like your mom. Um, Of course. But also, uh, and he was just nonchalantly, like, blowing up suns, just like, oh, something whispered over there. Better blow up the sun.
1: And they're, like, use the
2: special uh, bullets there, singer. It's just like a, it's like a marble. They shoot at the sun at such speeds that it blows up the sun from far away. And and better like, play yeah, it safe do. and blow up that star. That's what that's what they did. It's just no matter what was going on in the rest of this book, that thing was going to blow up the sun, and someone else was going to smush everything into another dimension.
1: Now I have a question. That's we, we all have expressed in some way, like the author is fucking bonkers compared to anything we would have thought about or whatever, right? Is there like a there's a deep pessimism in this book, right? And is well, that I mean, it's
2: also any way it, related
1: it, to his experience living in I, communist it, China? Uh,
2: I mean, I don't know what the guy's life is like. Um, well, I don't know. Not to say, look, you know, communist China is. I know no he can't picnic. use Google freely. <laughs> yeah, but like to say that most, like people of high stature, don't have more freedom than others is untrue. Like there are people there having a having a ball, and it's nominally communist. Like it's an authoritarian it's, regime. It's, it's
1: far more fascist than communist. I would think.
2: Yeah, it's they're just they're violent authoritarians, and. Like, you know, he's allowed to speak publicly. I don't know what the guy's day-to-day life is like. He's probably doing fine. He's not allowed to, like, put his, you know, like, fuck the government on Twitter or some shit, but he's not, like, suffering in some hovel. And I don't know what his life was like growing up. I, I don't know. No. I'm not mm. sure we'll ever know. I'm not sure he's allowed to say. Mm. But it's also, like... In real life, scientists are like, well, one day the universe will expand so far and then the heat death of the universe is, is inevitable and our sun will explode in a few billion years and you know we're all going to die unless we leave. So like, pessimistic or realistic, it still happens on the same time frame. Maybe a little oh, earlier because of a dimensional I don't, attack.
1: I don't know if that's true. Uh, is, uh, okay, okay. It's, a here's it's a different
2: time frame, but it happens eventually. Here's a different answer.
0: China's century of humiliation, where mm-hmm. Europeans basically had way better technology, so they were able to come in and just mm-hmm. completely, mm-hmm. completely mm-hmm. fuck mm-hmm. China for a hundred years until they basically fought their way out in 1949, and then it got worse before it got better. So, like, maybe... It, not just like the pessimism of like China's history, but just the fact that f- to China, another civilization did come in and fuck them up for a long time. Oh, yeah, totally. Until they had to like
2: figure their way out of it. It could also be said that he's a big fucking hippie and he's like, why are we doing this to each other? What if we just didn't fuck each other up all the time forever? Wouldn't that be better if we didn't destroy the universe because we were afraid?
1: Well, then it, then it kind of gets into, like, the fairy tale stories, right? Like, what is the meaning of the story, right? What are the layered meanings here? And this is a guy living in a world where maybe he's more free than others, but he's living in, in uh, what's the fucking uh, uh, Pooh Bear? Dang? What the fuck is his name? Dang Xiaoping, right? Is that the guy's uh, name? Xi Jinping. That's Xi Jinping. the wrong name. Dang is the previous guy, right? Uh, no,
0: that was um, Hu Jintao.
1: Who who's Deng? What the fuck am I Deng saying? Deng Xiaoping was the 1980s. He took over after Mao. All right, fucking fine. All right. I'm getting confused. But You're like, behind in your Chinese I am mind. I am confusing their names. It is con- as as Confucius said it is confusing. Um <laughs> but I'm I'm getting them wrong. But like I am sure that is also part of like kind of like what you saw in like Soviet Russia, where right? Like people have these like secret layered kind of things to what they're saying, right? And this book, it's in there, right? The guy like, goes like, I wrote these fairy tales. like They're just really cool stories, wink, wink. And then, oh, no, they're r- replete with, replete, the right word? Rife? I don't fucking know. I can't think right now. These beers Rife. are strong. Rife? Rice, Jimmy. Chock um, full of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Chock full of these nuts. They, there's meaning in these things. And so, like, is this, like, you can't help but look at this book and, like, is he saying something?
2: The first book was about know. how this lady is pissed off at the Chinese Replete. communist totally government. government.
1: Yeah. Right. But that could also be interpreted many ways, right? It could be like because the current one's better or because communism in general is bad or because, you know, like there's many ways he could spin that. So you have to kind of wonder, like, how many, like how many layers of uh, dimensional chess is this guy playing in the messages of this book? Like Ten dimensions. It, maybe that's what it is. You know what? I think that's what it is.
0: Tell us what you thought send us an email to <laughs> drunkguysbookclub
1: at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram, drunkguysbookclub. And if you want to support the podcast, head over to patreon.com, so drunkguysbookclub. Or just leave us a review, or just go shout it into the vacuum of space that you should listen to this podcast. And we thank you, our new listeners from Alpha Centauri, for subscribing.
2: And if in space no one can, in fact, hear you scream, you can join us on Goodreads where you can type it and we don't have to hear it at all. And check out the Hopped Up Network,
0: a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening.